This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live and welcome to 2022. Welcome back to YouTube. You're on the YouTube once again, starting the year off right. I'm still slightly congested. I'm getting a lot better. I actually took my first bong rip in a couple of weeks that I didn't fucking cough my ass off. I don't know if I'll try it again during the show. Maybe I'll try it again after. Howdy! Welcome, Tones. RB, good to see you guys. Haven't seen you all since last year. I've missed you. I know that's a, that's a very trite and played out joke, but hey. Everybody gotta do it, right? All kinds of shit to talk about tonight. Hopefully my tech issues are fixed and I won't be like dumping you guys out early. And, and I was able to fix it. And I believe we still have the emotes on the screen. Go ahead, hit one. Motherfuckers. It's still faces still fly across the screen now. And it shouldn't fucking fuck everything up. Yay! Sparkles, Sparkles has a microphone and a pair of like cat ear headphones coming for her setup and a new camera. So I assume she will be doing the mukbangs and hopefully what happened on Friday night with her audio never happens again should we have to not be together which she very well could be around a whole bunch of people that have COVID yet again this week I love you professor I will I will send your love to sparkles you might be around here in a little bit you might be able to tell her yourself So crazy ass weather. Yesterday I had the fucking doors. I had the windows open. It was 75, 76 degrees here. It felt amazing. Around I, that's uh, the reason we didn't get to do a best of last night like I'd planned on was my ass had to take shelter. My ass had to take shelter about 6:30, 7 o'clock last night. About 45 minutes, the, uh, the, the fucking tornado sirens were going off. I was, I had the kitties in the innermost interior room in my apartment. Maynard was in the laundry room. Me and Smokey and Socks were in the bathroom. I didn't think having all three of them in one room was going to be, uh, conducive to us having a good time. That's going to be our top story tonight. We're going to be talking about crazy-ass weather. My fucking hometown is almost completely underwater. They had tornadoes all around them. Fucking Colorado was on fire. We had record snowstorms. And now, for the first time since I have lived here, I live in Alabama. I live in Al- They grew cotton here. They still grow cotton. For the first time since I have been here, they are warning heavy snow. 
You're supposed to get like one to three inches. That was a prediction earlier today. They have revised that and say it says we are going to get about six hours of heavy snow in Alabama, and it was 75 fucking degrees yesterday. Good Lord. Uh, what does a snow dance uh, encapsulate? Also, I want to send my love to Sparkles. Yeah, I'm in Alabama. I want to send my love to Sparkles because my power was out a good chunk of the day. A good four or five hours. And I had, luckily I'd watched Dexter and I ordered groceries and then the power went out. I sat down to watch the WWE pay-per-view from last night. And like, I get 10 minutes into it and the power goes out. And then like, oh shit, you know, it's going to be off for a while. Sparkles had power. She lives in the same complex as I do. This is a rather large complex. She lives on the, on the... Opposite side. So, like, I message her. She still got power. Like, there's something going on here, like, on this end of the complex. So, I'm like, everything I ordered has to be cooked. I didn't get anything that I'm going to be, and I'm starving. And I didn't have, like, I have a pot of mac and cheese that I made the other day. So, I told her, like, I'm going to have to fucking... Eat mac and cheese and like warm each bite individually with a lighter. And fucking bless her heart. She sent her son over here. Sent me a a Caesar chicken wrap. Multiple pieces of cheesecake. A banana. And she got me uh, Hershey's special dark chocolate. Because... I fucking love chocolate milk, as you guys know. My favorite kind is Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate, and they don't sell it at Kroger. What are you guys doing here, Erwin? <laughs> uh, thank, God, thank God California is getting some rainfall because they've been in drought conditions for so long. This this rainfall has brought them out of drought conditions, but now they're going to have to be worried about flooding. When you have flooding, you also have fucking rock slides, which is my hometown. Several rock slides, whole roads just wiped away. Also, we're going to talk about how it rained fish in Texas. Yes, you heard me. You heard me uh, correctly. Fish rained down from the sky in Texas. I mean, I don't believe in prophecy or anything, but goddamn, like if I was a Christian, I would be uh, dropping to my knees right now. Well, professor, professor, I have not read this story, so I don't. Apparently, it's something that does happen in Texas. So I look forward to reading the story with you and finding out exactly how it rained fish in Texas. Remember, I don't I don't read this shit until I get on here with you guys. A story I've tried to do the past th- fucking what three times I've been on. NASA hired a bunch of theologians apparently to prepare 
the populace for the knowledge that aliens exist. Cannot wait to read that one. Uh, Musk, Elon Musk is apparently uh, getting some flack from China for a blunder he made. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This one, I cannot wait to talk about this story. For the longest time, I have not been a fan of Jake Paul, but that motherfucker is really trying to win me over. Jake Paul has called out the UFC. Called out Dana White specifically. Is asking for a bump in fighter pay. He's trying to put his name on the line. He wants to take on Jorge uh, Masvidal. Dana White's responded back. We're going to see a video from Dana. That should be good. We're going to hear from some experts who say that Ghislaine Maxwell very well could flip. I I thought I saw a story that said that uh, the weather event had brought it out of drought conditions. Perhaps I'm wrong about that because once again, read everything with you guys as we go along. We have a libertarian who claims that they exposed the Gravel Institute. It's only a 40-second clip, so I can't imagine they exposed anything. But we'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot and see, see what they uh, think they can come up with. A woman is whining that her black friend won't talk to her. This was a lawmaker in Rhode Island. Swear to God, Rhode Island doesn't fucking exist. A lawmaker in Rhode Island says her one black friend won't talk to her anymore because of her support for an anti-CRT bill. I've got you I've got you some video of Ted Cruz's daughter talking about how she hates Ted Cruz too. Marjorie Taylor Greene suspended from Twitter earlier today. Uh, let's see what else we got. What else we got? Liz Cheney detailing Trump's involvement in January the 6th. Earlier today, I guess on one of the Sunday morning shows. Joe Rogan says he's not going to Canada and he has a hot take on January 6th. Uh, a teacher quarantined herself in the bathroom of an airplane after testing positive for covid of course, we're gonna have all the gotta have all the updated COVID news going. But starting off, the other natural disaster we're facing right now—the insane weather across the fucking country. The British for All Network of a what? The British for All Network of Accounts were suspended. I don't know what that is, Warlord. Is that a far-right propaganda outfit? I'm, I'm not familiar. Kentucky Storm brings flooding, damage, and power outages. That My best friend is fucking... He's flooded in. He can't leave his house. 
Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir declared a state of emergency on Saturday as powerful storms ripped through the state, causing flash floods, power outages, and property damage, including from a possible tornado in Hopkinsville. There were no immediate reports of any injuries or death. The storms come just three weeks after deadly tornadoes tore through the region. This is not tornado season. Once again, I can't stress this enough. This is not tornado season. As of Saturday night, much of Kentucky and West Virginia were under flood warnings. Portions of eastern Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama were under a tornado watch. As I said, I had to take shelter in my bathroom last night. Kentucky Governor's Office reported flash flooding had caused water rescues and many road closures in the southern and central portions of the state. Heavy rains were expected to continue throughout the day in much of Kentucky, followed by a cold front, which could complicate emergency response efforts. A cold front indeed that apparently is going to dump heavy snow on us starting in the next couple of hours. I, we're going to get into that, Tones. Like, this this little piece we're going to watch from MSNBC, I watched like the first uh, uh, 20, 30 seconds of it. It pissed me off. Like, they're just sensationalizing this. They're just like, new details! And there's no fucking new details. Now we know that Trump was next to the kitchen. That's, it's, it's fucking stupid. But now, apparently, we are going to be seeing movement from the January 6th committee, and they are going to be divulging information in the coming weeks. So, we'll see. Now, let's talk about snowstorms. From the New York Times, travel delays are expected after record snow tapers in western U.S., the worst of the week's winter storms appear to uh, be over. Travel delays and extreme cold are expected to continue. The worst of a winter storm that brought record-setting snowfall and low temperatures to portions of the western United States this week appears to be over, but travel delays, frigid temperatures, and lighter snowfall are still expected in the coming days. National Weather Service in Reno, Nevada, said early Thursday that accumulating snowfall had largely ended, with a few snow showers possible on Thursday morning. This is a couple of days old. wanted to... This is in California. This is the California-Nevada border on Tuesday. Trucks stopped on Interstate 80. The Sierra Nevada Mountains. Of course, this is at the same time that the wildfires were raging in California. They have subsided. Two people remain missing and are presumed dead as of this afternoon. One of the missing was a 91-year-old woman whose family had been trapped by the incoming flames. The blaze swept through several towns, destroying hundreds of homes and forcing thousands of people to flee. Boulder County Sheriff Joe Pell had said it was unlikely any of the missing would be found alive, but one person has now been found safe and well. The wildfire burned 6,000, 6,000 acres across Boulder County, destroying at least 1,000 homes and businesses. It started under unusually dry conditions that came under control in part because of the snowfall. 
More than 10 inches of snow has fallen on the Boulder area and is now hampering efforts to find those missing. Images showed eerie scenes with charred buildings buried under thick snow. So we actually have video of one of these survivors. My husband was coming down the mountain from the ski hill, and he happened to... Coming down the mountain! Entire scene and he I'm sorry, I swear, I'm not going to sing anymore. Backs. And I thought, there's no way it's going to jump the highway. It's a six-lane highway. There's thousands of families. And by t- 20 minutes, he got home. I was slowly packing because I really didn't think this was happening. And... Um, and then we were in the car and then it was, and I was worried about my neighbor because she was so calm and she left so slowly. And then there was fire. We could see flames. We could see embers and smoke. We could hear over the police radio, the cars were on fire and we drove on the wrong side of the road to get out of Louisville, um, to get through to Lafayette, to get up back onto the highway, to get out of town. I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't know um, if our house is personally affected. I know our Neighbors across the street are okay. What I want everyone to take away is that we had to make these decisions alone. I love my community. I think our school has been really on top of it. Sheriff Pell has been really on top of it. I need a warning system. I need to know where to go. I need a phone call. I need a Facebook page. All of these. I I agree with what she's saying, but good Lord, like. How do you have a warning system for a freak occurrence like this? I I don't know that anybody could have predicted what I I don't even know what caused the fire. I mean, obviously the unusually dry conditions. But was the fire naturally occurring? There, there's a lot of unanswered questions here. I'm searching for in this panic moment thinking I'm college educated we have systems in place um, and there was nothing there was nothing there for 20, 30, 40 minutes people are driving crazy and I was worried that we were getting into an accident getting out of town and thousands of families don't make me sing professor without any warning and we all got safely out of town and um, that's that's a Christmas miracle um, I know families in our neighborhood that have lost everything devastating and if you watch the show on thursday we we saw them evacuating from like a chuck e cheese the video is just surreal residents hit by the wildfire coming to terms with what happened in some cases returning home to find complete destruction the cause of the wildfire is being investigated. Climate change increases the risk of hot, dry weather. This is likely to fuel wildfires, and experts say that the fires in western North America have grown more intense in recent years. Yeah, yeah. Merkin, you're exactly right. We need a whole... The, I mean, that should be the Department of the Interior, but, I mean, we're going to have to mobilize... All of our resources. Fuck your Department of Defense. All of that money needs to be allocated to fighting climate change, clearly. This is a map of all the different wildfires. What the... Here's another story. I didn't even see this one. Isomageddon warning follows heat record in Alaska. 
Isomageddon. And we and we definitely we covered the story of the Doomsday Ice Shelf. That motherfucker breaks off. We're talking like three or four feet at least of sea level rise instantly. It doesn't sound like much, but that's whole cities underwater. Fuck. I don't I don't know how anybody can deny it at this point. I just I don't fucking know. And now here's the story I'm sure everybody has been waiting on since I teased it at the top of the show. It rained fish over a Texas town this week in a bizarre weather event. I there there tones, there's no reversing it. Security video and There's no reversing like all we can hope to do is mitigate it. There's there's no reversal of this shit in our lifetime. Absolutely not. I just, and we we need we need the older elected officials to sit the fuck down. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, such a tease. Back to back to fish rain. I'm not high enough for this shit. Security video at Discount Wheel and Tire in Texas shows heavy rain coming down on Wednesday afternoon. But to the surprise of many, more than water was falling from the sky. Then was I guess it started hailing. We're blowing rain. And it could have been the fish slapping the... I was muted. Sorry. The the thing I said was, how's it going to get weirder than raining fish? That's right. It was raining fish in parts of Texarkana. It's raining fish. I'm sorry. I'm going to quit. I can't actually sing now, now that I have most of my lung capacity back. So maybe, maybe I'm just... Enjoying being able to talk. I the worry. I mean, the worry at this point, and what we have to stop is runaway greenhouse, because we will we will wipe everything off the face of the planet, because it just becomes a feedback loop, and everything on top of everything else just causes hotter, 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 hotter. And that's, that's, that's the problem Venus suffers from. Venus in the habitable zone, but apparently suffers from runaway greenhouse. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I, they always bring up carbon capture. I'm like, you know that technology doesn't exist. You know that's not a thing yet. You know what carbon capture is? Do you know how you could really do carbon capture? Trees. You plant more trees. That's right. It was raining fish in parts of Texarkana. I didn't know what to say. I just, I thought it's pretty cool. I started getting me a bucket and start picking them up and using them for fishing bait. Ah! Fishy. 
Work here went from installing tires to removing dead fish from the parking lot. You see them all laying out there? They shine. Miles away on Magnolia Street, Jeannie Tucker... So you fuckers didn't believe me. You thought I was You thought I was fucking with you. ...on top of her house. I couldn't believe it. I don't know when it happened. I've never seen it before. Seven Toronto Mall Park, there's a lot of just pieces, like heads and bodies without the heads. Well, do we have an explanation, CNN? What, 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 what? What, what happened? Was it like a, a tornado or something pulled them up? Yes, what's the scientific explanation? That's what we all want to know. Never, never really heard we floundered. Michael Berry with the National Weather Service out of Shreveport says, although rare, this event does happen. The only way that I'm aware of how that, that could produce uh, these the small fish falling from the sky with a thunderstorm would be some sort of a water spout having uh, sucked the water and anything in the water up into the cloud base. Barry says this was the first time he's seen it raining fish in the Orclitex. Oh, you know what? In, um, um, in, um, uh, uh, Watchmen, I think it rains fish. I think that's one of the, one of the things that happens early on. I really enjoyed the TV show. Apparently the guy that wrote Watchmen doesn't like the TV show, doesn't like the movie. We do have the explanation here from Wikipedia, apparently. I mean, a, a water spout makes perfect sense. That's what I was thinking. A tornado is what I said. But that is not the technical name, I guess. A water spout is. Texarkana. That's such a cool name for a place, Texarkana. A rare meteorological phenomenon in which flightless animals fall from the sky... Uh, one hypothesis is a tornadic water, or is that tornadic water spout sometimes pick up creatures such as fish or frogs and carry them up for several kilometers. However, this aspect of the phenomenon has never been witnessed by scientists. Okay, okay, yeah, that, that, I hate commercial products too. I, I really do. But I enjoy. I enjoyed Watchmen. I've never seen the movie. Uh, I watched the the uh, show on HBO. I really enjoyed it. All right, I'm going to show you a weather event, but this one is actually kind of cool and not fucking terrifying. Oh, hold on. Let me let the cat in. Oh shit, he looked like he had uh, gotten a little wet out there. I'm sorry, buddy. I he, he went out right before the show started. <coughs> One time, I went to a concert. I felt really bad. It was in January. It, was, it wasn't freezing cold. It would have been like 36, 37. And, like, he went out right before I left. Uh, luckily, I just went to Nashville, and I came right back. So, I couldn't have been gone longer than six or seven hours, tops. 
Because a lot of times I'd go out with friends and shit after after shows in Nashville. We'd go get pizza, have a couple of drinks and shit, and I'd drive back later on. But uh, I left him out there one time. I uh, I saw Devin Townsend and Clutch. Oh, I'm sorry you got the ads. I didn't trigger it. It's it's a Twitch thing. That's what I get for being an affiliate. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I went and saw Devin Townsend and Clutch, and that was that was a really good show. But I left Smokey outside, so that like it, I felt really bad about it. And he seemed really mad at me when I got back too. Kitty. All right, these are light pillars. This happened in Kansas. They are an optical phenomenon caused when light is refracted by ice crystals in the atmosphere. No, not really. Facebook sucks. I love how Nightbot's like, keep this show ad-free. As somebody's watching ads on goddamn Twitch. My apologies. These light pillars are pretty cool. Once again, this happened in Kansas. Ooh, that is really fucking pretty. We're going to talk about aliens later on in the show. We're not to the aliens yet. Fucking gorgeous pictures. However, if you didn't know what was going on, that would look a little freaky to you. Hope everyone had a good New Year on Friday night. I spent it with Echoplex. I did a stand-up comedy set. That was a lot of fun. After we knocked off early uh, on the Freak Show because of Sparkle's mic issues, somebody else who had a lot of fun on New Year's Eve was apparently Andy Cohen, who uh, I guess he's the replacement for Kathy Griffin. And uh, it says in his own caption here that he was a bit overserved on New Year's. So let's hear from Andy Cohen with uh, Anderson Cooper. Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a victory rant. lap dance don't, don't, don't. after four years of the, the crappiest term as the mayor yes i was doing, like everybody did a fucking magnificent job for for egoplex to throw all that together at the last minute was producer dave was going to be doing a live set like everything came together well fucking love it but they Andy Cohen really doesn't... He's got a hard-on for de Blasio. So yeah, Eric Adams is now the mayor of New York City as of January the 1st, day one. Apparently, Eric Adams called 911, and they ignored him. They did not come to the mayor's aid. But that story was overshadowed by the fact that a cop was shot... On Eric Adams' first day on the job. 
Yeah, I've never. I've. I'm not real familiar with Andy Cohen. Apparently, uh, they were having a good time, though. I mean, fuck De Blasio. But in, in in my honest opinion, I would say De Blasio is a hell of a lot better than Eric Adams. It would seem. But also, I don't live in New York, so I don't. I don't have any special insight. New York. The That's only thing that Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what how, a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So, sayonara, sucker. Yeah, Eric Adams is the cop. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. <laughs> and you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing? I'll take de Blasio over the cop. Comes apart, <laughs> you. Oh, Anderson Cooper got to calm him down. I didn't see anything else that happened on the uh, the New Year's Eve. Once again, I was over with Echo Flex. Probably way more entertaining. What was going on on CNN? Here is Senator Kristen Cinema. Who's going to give us a look back on the year that was 2021. So this should be a lot of fucking fun. You know, January 6th was a really difficult day. I remember getting up that morning and heading to the Capitol, prepared and ready to give a speech about the integrity of Arizona's election. As I was he went full gay Steve. Insurrectionists were actually entering the U.S. Capitol and heading up those stairs. My biggest memory of the day is the work that law enforcement did to keep us all safe. Later, we introduced legislation to um, honor not just Officer Eugene Goodman, who was the person who actually saved us in the United States Senate, but all of the men and women who so bravely served and sacrificed so much that day. What I'm glad to say is that we overcame that day, and we certified the results of the election. We have been able to overcome cinema. And that's so important that we retain the integrity of elections throughout Arizona and other parts of the country. But Arizona, I think, provides a good example of how to run a clean election. You know, this pandemic... This music under her is like ominous. And I wanted to make sure that we were able to support families and businesses. I am not high enough for cinema. I'm going to try to take a bong rip. Hopefully I do not hurt myself. I encourage everyone to go get vaccinated if you haven't already. I already have my booster, and I am so grateful for it. Always invite gay Steve. Never be him. That is fantastic advice. But we also did things like help mayors of cities and towns and counties have the dollars they needed to pay for fire and health care for people in emergencies. We also were working really hard to make sure that schools had the broadband they needed so that kids could get access to the Internet when they weren't able to physically be at school. So it was a big package, but we really found that we needed to help people in all parts of the community in their life. You know, at the beginning of this year, I was appointed as chair of the committee that... Who didn't cough, bitches? Really Who didn't cough? Because I feel like the Senate needs to have a border state senator chairing that committee. Folks know I was born and raised in Tucson. So for me, it was right at home. And I've been working this year with my colleague, Senator Cornyn, also a border senator, on legislation that helps address the crisis that we in Arizona have been facing. Yeah, you and Cornyn have this weird relationship going on. I bring Senator Cornyn out to Arizona to take a look at what's is happening on our border, which is a little bit different than what's happening on the Texas. Why don't you just go ahead and go Republican? ...to achieve more reforms to help solve this crisis on our border and hold the administration accountable. 
Exactly. Why Why doesn't she just go full Republican? Our border crossings in Arizona were taken care of. They need a lot of expansion and upgrades. And I'm just thrilled that we got a huge infusion of dollars to upgrade at Douglas and San Luis so that people and goods can come back and forth across the border. It'll be great for Arizona's economy. You know, it was just a real honor to lead the negotiation. Oh, the infrastructure bill. Infrastructure law. What's exciting about this law, in addition to the fact that it creates thousands of jobs in Arizona and all across the I, I still, I do not understand, because I first became aware of Kirsten Cinema back in like 2006. She was like a code pink, fucking anti-war. I thought she was an actual leftist. I cheered her on when she was the first bisexual member of Congress elected. But it's just, it like, I don't know what's up with her. I don't know where she stands. I don't know what she actually believes in. Country is it's the largest, most historic investment in infrastructure in our nation in over a generation. So it's going to help repair crumbling bridges, but also bring broadband to communities all across. You know what else would have helped repair crumbling bridges? A $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. In Arizona. And it wouldn't have happened if we hadn't been committed to a bipartisan process that brought Republicans and Democrats together to solve a problem. And what I'm perhaps most proud of is we did it all without raising taxes on everyday Arizonans. You know, we worked really hard together to get the CHIPS bill passed. And it's a bill that creates more investment in building microchips right here in Arizona. And this will create thousands of jobs. In fact, right after we passed the legislation, Intel announced a huge investment that will bring thousands more high-tech jobs to Arizona. What's also really great about these microchips is it helps us make sure that we're building cars and computers and all the things that we need to be independent and move into the future. So even before the pandemic, I was working closely with our veteran service organizations in the VA to create telehealth opportunities in Arizona. So many of Arizona's veterans live in rural communities. I okay, so to the VA this hospital. this so interview this is interesting to me because she's not talking to the camera. She's not talking to us. And I think that's very indicative of her entire career. She's not talking to us. She's talking past us. Look at this. You know, part of Senator I don't, I don't, as a professional broadcaster, no. If you have a message, you talk to the fucking camera. You talk to your audience. To connect all the river communities throughout. This is wrong. This is very alienating. make sure that we continue that effort. So I introduced bipartisan legislation to support the Rio reimagining. Who the fuck is she talking to? Senator Cinema. You have a horrible communications department, ma'am. You want to see Andy Cohen make a, a, a ass out of himself some more? We can do that. Your mom. I gotta tell you something. Are you saying cinema is my mom? My mom is way cooler than Kirsten Cinema. Some of the good herb with you, and I want to play a game with you um, because you're so upfront about your uh, smoking, and I want to play a game with you called. Have you gotten high there? Okay, I'm going to run through various locations, and I want to know if you have gotten high in them, okay? All right. Okay, this is fun. I like that. Have you gotten high? Uh, yeah, I do too. Have you gotten high on a yacht? 
No, I've never been on a yacht. I'm going to guess Snoop Dogg has. I have got high there. Yes, I know yes. the answer to this one because you talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. Have you gotten high at the White House? Never been to the White House, so I've certainly not gotten I'm I'm playing along in case you guys can't tell. And you do know that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> you take your vape pen into the White House? I'm high at Martha Stewart's house. What is happening? Just he's, he's asking me places I've never fucking been to. I, I thought this was going to be like fucking, have you been high in Nevada or some shit? Like, he's, he's saying bougie shit. I can't play along with this. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Did you get Martha high? Did you get Martha high? Please say you got Martha high. I would have to say if 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 secondhand smoke counts. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, have you gotten high at a bar mitzvah? I've never been to a bar mitzvah. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, but that answer is going to be yes, yes, yes. I knew it. Wow. Because you were performing, some rich guy paid you yes. to perform at his kitchen. Yep, yep. Yes. Yep. And he told so me to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Where right. am I? Right. Okay. Where am I? Okay. <laughs> Have you gotten high at an NFL football game? Huh. That's a yes. Yes, yes, These, yes. these are too easy. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. I bet Martha had some brownies. He just doesn't want to tell on her. He doesn't want to ruin her image. She got high. I'm sorry. Yes, you have. Okay. Look at he's he's scolding Anderson Cooper. Yeah, at the Oscars. I've I've never been to the Oscars, but when I do go, okay. you better know that I. Uh, <laughs> Matt and Trey did some fucking acid at the Oscars. Put that on my hit list, Andy. <laughs> oh, I've gotten high in the now space many, many times. We're we're a battle of awesome. We are playing. Have you gotten high there with Snoop Dogg? I was trying to play along, but Andy Cohen keeps saying really bougie ass places. Like at Martha Stewart's house, the White House, on a yacht. And I'm like, I've never been on any of those fucking places or been to any of those places. So I can't play along with this little game. I was really wanting to. I know. He's gotten me high. <laughs> Letterman, <laughs> Leno, <Okay>. uh, Kimmel. <laughs> Have you yes. gotten high on CNN? No, but in front of the CNN building on Sunset. Is he? Are, are, wait a minute. Are you telling me you're not high right now, Snoop Dogg? There's no fucking way. You're not high right now? Boulevard, I have. On New Year's? <laughs> have, <laughs> Snoop, have you gotten high at the DMV? <laughs> that would be a no. <laughs> I, I've been high at the DMV. Let me ask you this, and then I'm going to wrap out of this game. Have you gotten high at a brisk? <laughs> <laughs> He's killing Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 
No. Wow. That's where he, that's where he cut the little kid's dick, right? Dogs, we talking about Andy? Oh my! Wow! Wow! What the fuck? Love you for a million reasons, but your answers in that game. Do you want it? Can you remind us who was in office when you got high at the White House? Because it is CNN, and I need to ask these questions. Yeah, it was a president that got the same complexion I got. It was Obama, clearly. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. That's the clue. Um, And they had they had chicken wings and greens on the menu that night. All right, all right. Oh, shit. Snoop Dogg, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you again. To uh, Andy wants to give him a big kiss. Brilliant performance tonight. The Go Big Show debuts next week. Uh, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, Snoop. I hope it's a great New Year for you. There you go. I'm glad we get to do this story before I transition to all the... uh, Fucking COVID stories. <laughs> Chicken wings and green. I mean, fucking greens are good. You've had like a memo make some fucking greens. I fuck WWE. Fuck no. You battle of awesome. You got to stick around. We're doing. We're doing Jake Paul versus Dana White later. And this is this is fucking fascinating. This whole fucking throwdown is great. But before that we gotta do like, you know, actual news. That's when we get to the do we get to the fun part of the show later? Former CDC director explains the shift in COVID nineteen represented by Omicron. The latest COVID-19 variant leading to record numbers of cases worldwide. A top infectious disease expert says the virus is undergoing a major shift. Dr. Robert Redfield, the former director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, says COVID-19 will continue to evolve, becoming more transmissible, but less likely to cause severe, severe illness. I'm sorry, serious illness. The Delta variant that virus replicates in the upper and lower respiratory tract in the lungs causes a lot of lung disease, and many of the 800,000 deaths that we've had have died because of pulmonary insufficiency. Omicron doesn't replicate very well in the lungs. It replicates up above the neck, in the oral pharynx, and in the sinuses. And as a consequence, we're not seeing as much of the serious pulmonary disease. I've read that elsewhere. That it's not attacking the lungs as heavily, and that's why we're not seeing... As many deaths. Redfield did say that the virus is still serious enough to cause hospitalization and death among those vulnerable to COVID-19. He also said that people need higher immunity to protect against Omicron. And that's why so many vaccinated people and those with prior infections are testing positive again. However, he said the vaccines are working very well to prevent hospitalizations and deaths. They just need to be recharged. That's why the third booster injections are so important. And I will predict that because Omicron being less susceptible to the immunity and Delta, it is very likely that come the early spring, we will need a fourth injection to protect ourselves. That tracks. Now, the shitty part about Omicron is that it is resulting in a record number of children being hospitalized. A five-fold increase in pediatric admissions in New York City this month, close to double the numbers admitted in Washington, D.C. and nationwide. On average, 
pediatric hospitalizations are up 48% in just the past week. The highly transmissible Omicron variant is teaming up with the busy holiday season to infect more children across the United States than ever before, and children's hospitals are bracing for it to get even worse. I think we're going to see more... 12 to 15 years old. I have two of them. Um, They got their vaccine. It's almost been six months now. Wondering if you think they will need boosters when they're eligible. Well, the answer is they might, John, but it is less likely that they will because your healthy, strapping teenagers have a much better and stronger immune response than I do as an elderly person. I gulp when I say elderly, but that is the truth. They do. So it may be that they will go a much longer period of time before they start to wane. There's no so maybe doubt yearly? that the healthy immune system, when you're at the age of your children, they have a very robust immune system. So I would not be surprised that they will have a protection that will go way out beyond that six months. Maybe yearly boosters for the children. U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data released on Tuesday showed that an average 305 children have I been in really the hospital. Hey, shut the fuck up. I didn't tell you to play. This is more than a 48% increase from the previous week and just 10% lower than the peak average of 342 children in the hospital that was seen at the end of August and early September. Across the country, pediatricians are bracing for a busy January. Oh, sir? I don't like it. What's up, Star Craving? Good evening. Welcome. Now, the CDC, which says that you can wipe uh, back to front now, says that you can eat the silica packages inside of your coat pocket as long as you go to work. The CDC may soon demand a test to leave COVID isolation, which... Why was that not already a thing? As the COVID-19 Omicron variant surges across the United States, top federal health officials are looking to add a negative test along with its five-day isolation restrictions for asymptomatic Americans who catch the coronavirus. This is according to the White House's top medical advisor. Dr. Anthony Fauci said the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is now considering including the negative test as part of its guidance after getting significant pushback on its updated recommendations last week. Didn't I say star craving? Or are you just fucking with me? But I... If you're still testing positive, you're still contagious. So why You should be required to have a negative test to test out of quarantine, I would think. It just... It seems... Logical. not still shedding virus even though you test positive like you you, are you sure about that I mean you did testing so that is exactly how I understood it to work that if you were testing positive you can still shed the virus I totally have tinnitus 
The freedoms. A Chicago teacher quarantined in a plane's bathroom for four hours. Four hours. Oh, now we gotta... Wait, what? I... I don't know, like, why was there a dispute about how to say start craving? We're all mad here. Juriuser is a huge fan of Alice in Wonderland. Gone as Alice for Halloween multiple times. I, some of you have really weird screen names and it's hard to like call you by your name. I think therapy stream sounds like a fantastic idea. Probably need a good disclaimer up there. I, everybody could use a professional to talk to at least once in a while, I'm sure. I didn't think I needed one, but then, like, you know, fucking, uh, yeah, I had to talk to one in, during college a couple of times. Like, you know, that, that totally helped out. It's good to, to sit and talk to somebody that, that knows what they're fucking talking about. That you can, uh, know the biases of your friends. I could, uh, yeah, I could totally do that. I, or I could totally see that. Star craving. Totally do that. No, I could. I could never. That is not my type of stream. I could never do that kind of. That kind of stream. No, that's cool. Like fucking. It's not like we're doing. It's kind of a bullshit. Like tomorrow, the news starts back. Right. It's still kind of the holiday, so we're we're still kind of just bullshitting around. A lot of the shit I have on my notes is the shit that I've been trying to do for the last three days, and you know I've had technical issues that I've had to dump everybody. So, like, hopefully we're actually going to get to talk about the woman that got fired for the racial slur inside her home. We're going to get to watch this fucking video I've got of Officer Tatum talking about how Trump lost his vote. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, like, give me, like, 15 more minutes. 10, 10 minutes, probably, actually. And we'll be out of, like, the serious stuff, and we'll be on to the mock and the right-wingers. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not a lot of, like, serious news tonight. Yeah, I'm, I've got, like, work tomorrow. I'm, and also, like, I'm gonna go back to actually doing all the shit that I, like, putting my notes up on Patreon and doing the freaking news every day. I'm back on YouTube tonight. All my, all my YouTube shit is clear. The freaking news starts back tomorrow. That'll, that and, and I'm on Facebook, so I can put it up on Instagram and Facebook, and it goes out on BitChute, blah, 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 blah. I'm back at full power. Often, definitely, uh, did something happen to one of your patients? That sucks. I, like... Sparkles might not be able to head to work tomorrow because we're going to be, like, covered in fucking snow. 
we live up on a mountain and they shut our fucking road down when it just flurries because you know Alabama doesn't know how to handle the snow oh wow your patient's in the hospital oh that sucks Not coronavirus, Ronov. I don't know what Ronovirus is. Am I going to have to look this up? Sweet home Alabama. Uh, Leonard Skinner was doing like a homecoming show like a few months back, you know, uh, into the summer or some shit. Oh, it's the common cold. Well, shit. That has nothing to do with rhinos. Leonard Skinner was going to do like a homecoming show here a few months back. Had to cancel it because they got the COVID. Had to pull Roman Reigns from the WWE event last night because he got the COVID. That pisses me off because Roman Reigns is a two-time leukemia survivor. Fucking WWE should have took much better care of him than to allow him to be around people and get the fucking COVID. I'm so goddamn pissed about that. I don't know. I like they're getting ready to do a thirty-man Royal Rumble in less than a month. Don't know how they're going to pull that one off. They have numerous people out right now with the COVID. Chicago teacher quarantines in Plains bathroom for four hours after testing positive for COVID. He was on a plane to Iceland last week for a European vacation when she quarantined in the bathroom for four hours after finding out mid-flight that she had COVID. Marissa Fotio. Did she actually... Do we have video over here? I believe we might. Let's hear it from her. A woman who grew up in West Michigan is now going viral. It shows her isolating in an airplane bathroom after she tested positive for COVID-19 during the flight. Now she's in the... Now that curiouser brings up an excellent point. The flu. Uh, other respiratory that... Uh, what uh, Fucking that, that shit that's common in kids. What's the name of it? You'll probably know. Um... It's having a a resurgence. Worse than usual. RSV, yes. We're seeing a resurgence in other illnesses that had been suppressed over the last couple of years, and they're they're worse than usual. Day quarantine in Iceland. Thirteen on your sides, Keely Lover and talk to her and Keely, she has quite the story, doesn't she? Yeah, definitely, Juliet. It was really interesting to talk to her. She's still in her quarantine room in Reykjavik, Iceland. And this video on TikTok was posted back on December 20th, and it's now been viewed almost 4 million times. I spoke to her today about her experience of spending most of her five-hour flight locked in a tiny plane. Yeah, probably woven golf, too. On a five-hour flight, this is where Marisa Fodio spent most of her time. I can't believe I spent four hours in that bathroom. Like, four hours. Fodio says her throat started to hurt about halfway through her flight on December 20th on Iceland Air. She had brought some... Rep- Honestly, I don't like people, so... She needed them while I could probably chill in the bathroom instead of being up, on like, the airplane. two seconds, it was positive. I, like, freaked out. I, I ran out of the bathroom and I ran into the first person I saw. That attendant's name was Rocky, who then asked Marisa to... Yeah, good for her. ...while she figured out what to do. Wow, so I said, you know what, just keep me in here. Can I... 
can I have some waters and some snacks though? And she was like, anything you want, this is your space. And for the rest of the four hour flight, I was, um, I was in that bathroom. But I mean, still, we're, we're talking about in the plane's tiny bathroom in a TikTok video that has now been. We're still talking about like they're all breathing the same air on that tube. I, that, but she has double mask. She's in a bathroom. I mean, she's she's doing the best thing she can. Viewed almost four million times. Odio grew up in East Grand Rapids, but now lives in Chicago. And this all happened on a trip to Switzerland with her dad and. Yes, God day. You should have access to these home tests. The Biden administration should have been sending us packages of home tests every fucking month at least. You should get like a supply of at least 10, 10 a month. And you should be able to go online and request more if you have a bigger family or if you travel a lot for work. The test should be completely free, and we should be handing them out like fucking candy at a fucking Christmas parade. Just throwing them every fucking where. Because, like, right now, they're way too goddamn expensive, and they're hard to find. Their first flight was on a layover to Iceland. You've got to do what you've got to do. I really think that this is the truth about the new world that we're in. Employers should provide them. Brother you should be that's the thing you should be able to like to get a test from fucking anywhere you should be having them thrown at you from every different direction your employer's throwing them at you the government's throwing them at you you testing it should be widely fucking available why is this country so ass backwards she stayed in Iceland for a 10-day quarantine at a Red Cross humanitarian hotel. And they have medical personnel here that check on me three times a day and give me food three times a day. Looking back on it, I'm so happy that it turned out the way it did. And, um, you know... She went to a country with fucking compassion. Podio says Rocky, the flight attendant, even dropped off a special delivery. Aww. She'd be isolated over Christmas. Don't mind me, I'm just crying. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet. Rocky came over and gave me... Um, Christmas gifts to open in the morning. Fodio says Rocky really went above and beyond to make sure she had a happy holiday despite her circumstances. <laughs> no, I was very surprised at how fast it blew up. I'm just happy that, you know, through the TikTok, people are able to hear the story of how, you know, a straight... This is, this is far more heartwarming than I thought it was going to be. That her mom passed away two years ago. So it's been extremely... Oh family to keep her dad safe from COVID-19, which is why she stayed vigilant while she was traveling. I, I'm glad we watched this. But you know, we have fucking idiot ass. Watch, watch me get fucking taken off of YouTube first fucking day back. We, we gotta fucking listen to a dumb fuck right winger say some dumb shit. Is on one of those like freedom tours or whatever the fuck from TP USA or whatever. This is Liz Wheeler dropping a truth bomb about anti science mask mandates. It's coming from the left. Coming what in she says from the University of Wisconsin Madison and your lovely provost are unscientific tyranny. And we should not, as American citizens, stand for this anymore. We should not comply. We should not obey. Because she looks like exactly the person. 
I think of when I think of science. The mask mandates are tyranny. They're certainly hypocritical, but what's worse? This is not endorsed by this show. They actually contradict the science. This isn't the beginning of the pandemic when we don't know which things work and which things don't work. We know for a fact, a scientific fact, that cloth face masks, what's the point? They provide about 20 to 30% efficacy, ma'am. You, you, you have to rate these things on a scale. Now notice she is, she's smart enough to know. Listen to, to listen to the way she parses it. Cloth face masks, what's the point? They have about 20 to 30% efficacy. Wear two cloth face masks, you've got about a fucking 40 to 60% efficacy. That's better than nothing. That's better than nothing. And you know, if you're going to be outside around people in, in somewhat of a crowded area, a cloth face mask is probably fine. Outside. We don't need them. They do nothing. And lest there be anybody in the audience who in a little bit is going to want to ask a question about this, let me drop some facts here. Let's hear your facts. A study that showed that aerosols, being different than droplets, of course, aerosols are microscopic, 90% of aerosols penetrate a cloth or a surgical mask. 90%. And COVID-19 is transmitted through aerosols. 90%. So, you know, pointless to wear a mask. Yeah, you wear an N95 and a cloth over it. Perfect. That is a very good uh, uh, suggestion. I've wore a surgical mask. I don't go out much anyway. Uh, when I went to vote, I wore two surgical masks. I have N95 masks. And I bought them when I, I thought I was going to be in the hospital with my mom. Uh, I would probably wear them if I go out now, but I do not go out. So I'm doing my part. And I've, like, it pains me to, for the most part, most of my friends have been incredibly responsible and and chilled out. But I've, I've seen friends that are taking vacations, that are playing shows, that are doing stand-up still. I'm like, ah, this, please, please don't. There's also the matter of masks being fitted to our face. I know when I wear a mask, for example, I try to have as many vents as possible in it so that I can actually breathe properly. Well, a study says that if you have just a 1% edge gap, if it doesn't fit exactly on your face like a suction cup, a 1% edge gap leads to 50% leakage of aerosols. A 2% edge gap leads to 75% leakage of aerosols. Do you know what percentage of leakage are in uh, the regular... It's like, here's the thing, is you go out to a fucking store, you're not going to be blasted with aerosols, ma'am. That's what the social distancing is about. You're not going to be right up against a fucking person. That's why you stand six feet away from them. Like, these numbers are useless for what we're talking about. That we're forced to wear, like on by war bonds, 90 to 95 percent leakage. So, what's the point of all this? The point of all this is that these mask mandates coming from the left, coming in this case from the point of all this is if you are like a gamer, you understand when you pick up a piece of armor has like a five percent better fucking rate of blocking or provides five percent more vitality. You're going to put that on because 5% is better than the 0%. 
Why wouldn't you do the same thing in life? University of Wisconsin-Madison and your lovely provost are unscientific tyranny. And we should not. No, no, no. You're the one that's being unscientific here. We should not comply. We should not obey. Because as long as we do obey, they're going to keep pushing. But the minute... Her argument, her argument amounted to, well, it's not 100% perfect, so why would we do it? We shouldn't comply. That makes absolutely no sense, ma'am. That's goddamn stupid. Do you want to know what I say? Right-wingers are morons. We refuse to comply. Then they're going to be forced to pay attention because... If they work in the private sector, their jobs will be at risk. If they work in the public sector, oh, their jobs should be at risk too. Was it was it Wisconsin she was talking about? Because I've ran into a lot of lunatics from fucking Wisconsin. As I worked for a like a fucking podcast network out of Wisconsin, and the the shit they would say on their podcast is, well, they said Jay Rock or uh, uh, John D Rockefeller was a secret communist. And I about fell out of my fucking chair. Like, you don't know what fucking communism means then. And they're like, they're big on homeschooling. They're, they're really like this sect of right wing nut jobs that seem to come out of Michigan. Or I mean, out of Wisconsin. Like my buddy, Jake Jacobs. Who apparently is not going to be having me on his show now because he added me as a friend on Facebook and I couldn't help myself and I trolled the shit out of him and I argued with all his friends and called them all dumb fucks. So he posted, should old acquaintances be forgot and never thought upon? I've had a number of people message me or text me asking who is this Justin Muffins guy? Justin frickin' a, a proud lefty troll who watches my show and wants to debate. At first I said no, but then asked to bring him on my show next year. I'm having second thoughts as I find his hardcore leftists like muffins are lost in a bizarre world of cognitive dissonance and feelings ruling over facts. Really weird thing for him to say. It makes me think of the World War II song that goes, You've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. Maybe it's time to eliminate the negative and I stop messing with Mr. Muffin Man. What say you? Of course, I also fucking trolled that post as well. One of the things that we got into an argument about was Martin Luther King Jr. He loves to evoke Martin Luther King Jr. and talk about fucking the the Marxists taking over everything. And I pointed out Martin Luther King Jr. was a socialist. And... We pick up the conversation. This is why I call right-wingers morons, all are dishonest actors, and then project exactly what they are doing on others. Bonds back in full context. You know, know what you you know not what you talk about. He was a Christian minister speaking of higher values and economic systems. He was not a Marxist socialist. He was a Bible-believing Christian. To which I respond with. Dr. Martin Luther King's own words. I imagine you already know that I am much more socialistic in my economic theory than capitalistic. So I asked him, why are you so insistent on lying? If King were alive today, you'd be calling him a loony leftist and deriding him as part of the woke mob. Now the thing, the thing that Jake, 
I'm sure kept getting upset about was I kept asking him about he he is affiliated with the Young Americans Foundation. Young Americans for Freedom, YAF, whatever the fuck. I think that was who did the video we just watched. YAF. That's who he's affiliated with. It's a Coke-funded organization. And I kept saying, Jake, you are paid by billionaires to lie. (laughs) And he didn't like that. And I kept bringing up. That he was funded by the Koch brothers. And then he would cite a study from like the Hoover Institute. And then I would show where the Hoover Institute got its money from the Koch brothers. Exactly. Exactly, Merkin. He was, he, he has a lot of quotes about how he's against godless communism. Yes. But my, I, he did not like capitalism. And the, fucking that's what Jake got upset about is I filled up a fucking thread of Martin Luther King Jr. quotes about how horrible capitalism was. And that's what caused him to go, this loony leftist doesn't live in reality. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're the one that doesn't live in reality. So now he's deleted me and it doesn't look like I'm going to get to be on his show. I should, I should have bit my tongue and had the opportunity to appear on his show. He wanted to have me on his 100th episode. His 100th fucking episode. Media Winch was like, it's weird of him to sign his death warrant like that. I was like, yeah, I agree. But I also, I played my fucking hand because I would have went on his show. I should have kept my mouth shut and went on his show and asked him about who funded him. I wish I wish I hadn't have done that. I wish I really. I have to work on restraint. I'm not good at it. I need to be more strategic in the way I think about things. Joe Rogan says he's not going to Canada now. Exactly. Slow my roll on the troll. Apparently he was going up to Canada for a 420 show. Now, I know it's a long way off, but we're going to be here on 420. That's my actual anniversary show. I launched the Troll Patrol on 420 2020. It'll be the two-year anniversary coming up on 420. I'll be right here. We'll start the show at 420, just like we do every year. It's going to be a blast. Apparently, uh, my 420 show that's sold out in Vancouver. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I don't think I can even get into the country. Right. Uh, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I have antibodies. It doesn't make any sense. I. No, you not getting vaccinated doesn't make any goddamn sense, dude. What the hell? Yeah, you you have antibodies. Do you know what would boost those antibodies? A good vaccination. Live Nation, the event promoter and venue operator uh, contracted to help Rogan put on his shows, canceled the event via a Facebook announcement. Media reports have also confirmed with Ticketmaster that the organizers of the April 20th show at Rogers Arena in Vancouver, British Columbia, have canceled the event. The National Desk reached out to Ticketmaster to obtain independent verification and will update the story if it is received. Hey, uh, hey, 
Canadians, I'll come up. I'm vaccinated. I'll go get my booster here like in the next week. My six months are finally up. I'm going to go get my booster. I'll come up there and do your 420 show. Broadcast it on Twitch. We'll do it for my 420 show. It'll be fun. Let's do it. Currently fully vaccinated foreign nationals can enter Canada for discretionary travel. Unvaccinated individuals seeking to enter Canada for more essential reasons like work may be able to enter depending upon the determination of a government official at the traveler's port of entry. Timber Rogan admitted publicly on social media that he had contracted COVID-19. At that time, Rogan had not yet disclosed his vaccination status, according to Daily Mail reporting. I figured he was vaccinated. I'm I'm actually really fucking surprised. Why is he such a dumb fuck? I've not heard what his take is on January the 6th, but I'm assuming it is also some dumb fuckery. So, I've been trying to play this for at least a week now. Oh, God, this is a long one. aware of the agent provocateur aspect of January 6th? I I have seen a couple of Rogan stand-up. Like, he's not flying pussy squirrels. But, I mean, this was back in the 2000s. He was a lot younger. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is just an excuse to get out of it. I fucking... I've I have always liked Rogan and it is like I've took up for him in the last couple of years. Like it's kinda hard though, because he just keeps getting dumber and dumber. I don't get it, dude. Um I don't exactly know what the reality is, but the what people are insinuating is that there was federally We're talking about that were January sixth in instigating the violence instigating the entering into the Capitol, and that there's this one guy in specific that they've got him isolated on video. They've sh- shown him over and over again. He's faced no legal consequences. Yeah, it does keep getting more and more like the humidor, doesn't it? exactly who he is. All these other guys are in jail. All these other guys who got into the Capitol, I mean, there's so many of them are facing like these massive federal charges and four years plus in jail. This one guy is like, we have to go the part of the thumb back. We have to get inside there. And people start calling him a fed in in one one of these videos. And I think he like takes off and runs away. But this is what it seems like. It seems like no, it does. This is something that governments have done forever. Mm-hmm. Right? You take a peaceful protest. I no, no. I absolutely believe that Trump had an agent. Provider. And that that is something that has come out. It has been speculated. That the National Guard wasn't deployed because they were afraid that a segment of the National Guard was going to turn and go with Trump. I believe that there were federal agents that were on Trump's side in the crowd. Yes. We know there were plenty of law enforcement in the crowd. Off-duty law enforcement. We know there is a segment of the FBI that actually backed Trump non-peaceful, a violent protest, smash windows, light things on fire, then you can send in the troops and you can clean up the mess and then you don't have any protest anymore. This was the World Trade Organization in, what was it, in Seattle in 99 or whatever it was. That's what they did. It's Hmm. been documented that that is what happened. I mean, like literal government agents went in wearing Antifa outfits and starts. This is pre-Antifa, right? Mm. Smashing windows, lighting things on. Yeah, fire. yeah. They do it to the left, not the right, dude. 
Well, this guy, do you know about this, Jamie? You know, see if you can find it. Because it's a curious case of this one particular individual who's like a curious case in these various groups that we have to get in there. And like he did it pre January 6th. He did it during the January 6th thing. But like him, him focusing in on this one dude takes away from, you know, the Proud Boys, the three percent, all the militias that were organized throughout January 6th people that we know about insisting that we have to take this further and we have to go inside. And then if you find out that those people are actually federal agents mm-hmm. that are doing that, you're like, well, what is happening here? And how is that possible? And how is this legal? That's a problem. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen this one. I, I well, it's also a problem that you're kind of talking out your ass and don't really know what you're at the George Floyd discussing. I think they found And you're going to be like, hey, Jamie, can you look up that headline I saw somewhere? I think that was like a rogue human, but no, I'm not sure if that's true. But So this is where it's interesting with – in this case, I don't know the case at all, but is it that somebody in government actually initiated him doing it as an agent provocateur to shut down the protest or was he someone right. who happened to be in government who was himself radicalized, who acting on his own because of radicalization did the thing? And or is he an agent provocateur but he's doing so independently just because he's a fucking psycho? You know, some firemen start fires. Right. But it's, notice that like, whichever view you have, you probably had a motivated interest to see it that way. Right. Yeah, Wouldn't I didn't have any view on it. Right. That's the thing. I'm looking at it like this, like, what is it? What is this video? Yeah. I'm watching this guy, like this one big beefy looking federal agent guy, telling them they got to go inside. Well, it was, it was this one big beefy and, uh, federal agent guy. looking guy. And, and he's like, I'll tell you what we got to do. We got to get inside there. We I mean, I don't inside. doubt that there is a couple of pyromaniacs. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> These guys that were his firefighters. But he's doing it like multiple times. Hmm. Fucking like Dexter being a fucking well, a, serial a killer that works for the cops, right? Agencies doing that kind of shit. Totally. They well, that's a fucking it. rare. That's they an outlier. This is like a, these group of fucking psychos. Like, we got to stop this from that's what, like, uh, escalating. Hey, hey Joe, you don't know Roger Stone? You can't bring him on and talk to him? He'll probably tell you every fucking thing about it. <coughs> Meet Ray Epps. Meet Ray Epps, the Fed-protected provocateur who appears to have led the very first um, January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. So let's watch some of this because it's fucking crazy. It's really weird. This guy is doing this like over and over and over again. There's a video of it, but this is an article about... Oh, so this is an article that's... Yeah, what, what are we reading from? We'll find the video because it, the video is fucking strange. Ray Epps video. Here it is. Like this. Well, that's twenty minutes long. Well, just watch. We'll see some of it. Oh, see, these yeah, are guys that are watching it. What about that one? That's uh, it goes to a website. These are on Twitter. Mm. Arrest Ray Epps says so. People are some people are hip to it. But most people, like including you guys, have no idea that this is a, a person, right? You've never heard of this before. What terrifies me is the solution of this is an... Well, I'm trying to find out what the fuck you're even talking about. My fucking browser's not working. Happens. That scares the shit out of me. Because that seems to be where... There's that fuck. Let's play this. But do it from the beginning. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Tomorrow. Hear the what? I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need. 
We Let's need to safe. go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. Stop speaking. We are going to the Capitol where our problems are. It's that direction. Please spread the word. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested when we go up here. there? Yeah. You don't need to get shot. I mean, like, you can't tell me that dude's not a right-wing nut job. Okay, I think we've seen enough. There's a lot of instances. It goes yeah. on for quite a while. There's a lot of videos of this guy, which is really fascinating because I think these methods that they've used forever are kind of subverted by social media because yeah let's get the real story here what is daily mail is the first return let's go to uh a firefox over here is being Oh, look, the internet's dropping a little bit. Ah, oh, motherfuck. I might, I might have to drop you guys. It's, uh, it's bouncing back and forth pretty hard. See if it stabilizes. The deep state is attacking me. Oh my god! Well, once again, we are we are experiencing storms where I'm at. So, well, could be weather related. It looks like it wants to come back. It really wants to come back. Yes, can we please just watch the demise of our country in peace? It's wanting to come back, but it's it's not... Nope, nope, nope.
Am I it's I'm green light again. Am I back with you guys? Let me let me know what's going on. It was just the internet started bouncing back and forth there. I'm in the past now. Yeah, they probably did uh they probably did do a number. You guys will be like behind me. Alright, alright, we'll we'll see if we can continue. We'll journey here. I believe we are. I'm I'm showing green light on my end. Everything looks good. You guys good? Everybody good? I'll take a hit here. We'll 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 wait just a second. Is there a time delay though? Always hate those time delays. I like being able to talk to you guys. Yay, Sparkles can hear me. You should be able to see me again now. So the ex-Marine accused of being an FBI plant sent to help incite the January 6th Capitol riot refuses to answer to right-wing conspiracy theory. Ray Epps, a Marine veteran, was seen in video urging a group of Trump supporters in Washington, D.C. to go into the Capitol. Daily Mail located Epps, 60, who was at the center of a conspiracy theory alleging he was an FBI plant sent to help incite the deadly riot. Epps is the former president of the largest chapter of the far-right anti-government militia group, the Oath Keepers. He's part of the Oath Keepers! The, that doesn't seem like he's an FBI plant. His alleged involvement in the deadly insurrection was highlighted in the DOJ's House Judiciary Committee oversight hearing in October. Representative Thomas Massey showed video clips of Epps repeatedly encouraging protesters in, on the streets of D.C. to go into the Capitol. Epps was seen addressing supporters on the street on January 5th saying, I'm probably going to jail for it. Okay, tomorrow we need to go into the Capitol. There is no evidence that Epps, a sergeant in the military, ever entered the building himself, and he was never arrested in connection to the siege. Driving a golf cart around his small and immaculate desert ranch, Ray Epps appears a man in his element. Cattle graze uh, contentedly. Cattle graze contentedly. As he makes his rounds of the property, he's transformed into a thriving wedding venue. Because not only is Epps 60 a genial host of rural weddings, he's also the former president of the largest chapter of the far-right anti-government militia group, the Oath Keepers, was seen urging supporters to go into the Capitol on the day of the deadly insurrection. I mean, he seems like a normal Trump supporter to me. He was named Suspect 16 when the FBI published images in its Capitol Violence Most Wanted list of people to identify two days after the insurrection. However, a dramatic twist has now seen him accused of an altogether different and unproven allegiance, that of an FBI plant, 
Suspicion has fallen on him for some right-wing quarters, speculating a fringe theory that he was sent out to help incite the riot on behalf of the federal government. Some of the... The fucking toget. Chalky milk. Somebody make her a chalky milk fucking command there. I already drank my chalky milk. I had it at the beginning of the show. I've demolished it already. I'm going to guess the reason why he's not in prison is uh, he probably has a really expensive lawyer. And he probably, like, fucking turned on everybody. He probably is a state witness. Some of the far right hypothesized that the motive was to frame Trump supporters as domestic terrorists. There's no evidence that Epps was a sergeant in the military ever entered the building himself. When the Daily Mail arrived at the property in Quinn Creek, 30 miles southeast of downtown Phoenix, to give him an opportunity to confront the extreme speculation, he bluntly refused to discuss it. Get off my property! As we endeavored to further explain, he repeated, Get off my property! As he linked Epps to his question, asking Attorney General... Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, if the government sent agents or assets to agitate protesters into entering the building. Garland said the Justice Department does not comment on pending investigations. The first video played to the committee, Epps is seen in the street on January 5th, saying, in fact, tomorrow, I don't even want to say it because I'll probably be arrested. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. On the same day, he's recorded saying, I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to jail for it, okay? Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol peacefully. At that point, some in the crowd clearly believe he is a plant began to chant, Fed, Fed, Fed. The following day, Epps can be seen in another clip, dressed in military-style clothing and yelling to a crowd, Okay, folks, spread the word. As soon as the president is done speaking, we go to the Capitol where our problems are. So I... I, I none of this is convincing to me. About anything other than this dude's probably a nut job. Because I know all the other, the the whole Roger Stone with the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and, and their actual plans. We, we know about them looking up the tunnels. They had a plan to uh, gas congressmen in the tunnels. Uh, one of them, the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers, the Oath Keepers had a a, a, a a plan in order to get weapons into the hands of the people storming the Capitol. So I, this Epps guy told a local newspaper, the only thing that meant uh, is we would go into the doors like everyone else. 
It was totally, totally wrong the way they went in. I didn't do anything wrong. The most dramatic interpretation of the FBI plan accusation has so far come from the right-leaning blog Revolver. That's what Joe Rogan was le- uh, reading from. Like, I knew I recognized it, but, like, I couldn't put my finger on it. The site is run by former Trump speechwriter Darren Betty, who was fired after appearing on a panel with a white nationalist. Sounds about white. I mean, dude looks like a typical Trump supporter. It claims the facts Epps was never arrested and that his details were removed from the FBI wanted list in July without any action against him point to a sinister connection. No, it sounds like he fucking flipped. It sounds like he has a really powerful attorney because the man had a really nice goddamn form. He got a really high-priced lawyer and he's fucking singing like a canary. That's what's going on. So, sorry, right-wingers. Hate to burst your bubble. Now let's bitch about the fucking liberals. We're going to go to MSNBC where... Oh, shit. First of all, I want to say I watch a lot of... uh, Oh, no, this is CNN. All right, this breaking... Same same difference. The, The critique still stands. I've been, I watch a lot of leftist content on YouTube. And what I don't like about it is that when I watch a, uh, a, a surfs or a, a Jose or a thought slime or something like that, almost every fucking time afterwards, it will play John Oliver. Stephen Colbert, something from CNN, something from MSNBC. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm, I watch John Oliver every episode. Fuck it, I enjoy Stephen Colbert. But if I'm watching independent content on YouTube, which is what I, which that's what I use YouTube for, is independent content. Don't fucking flip me to some kind of fucking commercial content. And here lately, it has been a hell of a lot of January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. January 6th porn seems to be very prevalent on the CNN and the MSNBC. And I worry, I worry about the Trump effect again. What we saw in 2016 where, where the news actually helped elevate Trump. This, and they do it because their ratings are lagging. It's not an election year. I mean, it is now. We're in a we're in a fucking midterm year now. But it hasn't been an election year. They they there hasn't been a event like an war like a war or a nine eleven where they can just fear monger all the time. So that's what they're selling now to the the liberals. Is the fucking Trump, 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 Trump. And it's kind of getting on my nerves. Because this is a piece from today. This is one of the Sunday shows, I assume. Cheney reveals what Trump was doing during January 6th insurrection. Now, 
as we watch this seven minute piece, are we actually going to learn anything? Is there going to be anything that we didn't know going in? The January 6th committee says it has critical firsthand testimony about former President Trump. Critical. Critical. And they've got a breaking news banner up. This is something, when I worked at the at the TV station, I got so upset with them because when the new news director took over, it was breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Every fucking story had this breaking news flag on it. And I'm like, you know that's not a good thing, right? You should only use that when it's absolutely important shit. Because if you don't, nobody will take you seriously. If you interrupt fucking people's soap operas all the time, and like, weather alert, weather alert, weather alert, and it doesn't fucking do anything outside, you're going to lose people's confidence. It's called the law of diminishing returns. Well, hello, Adam. Everything at 69. Haha, <laughs> nice. What was I saying? I don't even fucking remember anymore. Ah, shit. Well, fuck you and your breaking news. Fuck you and your and your critical information. Trump's words and actions during the siege on the Capitol nearly one year ago. Just listen to committee vice chair Liz Cheney. Everything on my website is like something something sixty nine. The committee has first hand testimony now that he was sitting in the dining room next to the Oval Office watching the attack on television. We have first hand testimony uh, that his daughter Ivanka. Uh, went in at least twice uh, to ask him almost a fucking year violence at the same time the violent assault was happening he's watching television he's also calling at least one senator urging delay of the electoral vote this this is no, this is nothing new this is not critical uh, melanie zanona on capitol hill now uh so melanie kind of looks like uh j-law's character from don't look up at the very least this is maybe it's just the bangs very close to the former president is engaging with the committee Right, you're absolutely right. This is consequential, Fred. I mean, up until this point, the committee has run into some consequential nice roadblocks with Steve Bannon and Mark Meadows refusing to cooperate, Trump suing in court to prevent the committee from getting access to a number of documents. But they've also conducted hundreds that, of appear on the six. That's a great idea, Tones. Documents and records. And it is clear, based on what Liz Cheney revealed this morning, that someone close to Trump is talking and revealing. Well, that, now that. Do you guys want me to stream that? Do we or do we not give Trump the fucking uh uh do we not give him the the time of day on that? Do you guys want to watch it? What's what's your should I stream it or should I not stream it? Ricky Martin drinking from the cup of life over here. Ole ole ole. Sorry, that's my favorite Ricky Martin song. Ricky Martin, a cool dude. He popped up in something I was watching the other day. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe what was he in? Don't look up. Was it like he fucking made a cameo or some shit? But what should we should we do the Trump speech? 
Is it? I can't believe it's been a year. I still can't believe it fucking happened. I was actually, I didn't get a chance to do the best of last night like I was going to. I was going to do a best of the year of the Troll Patrol. And I was actually kind of looking forward to going back and watching my reaction live on January 6th. Because I had, uh, I had the Senate and the House pulled up on a screen. I had it, I had it like split screen over here. With both the house, and I could take whichever one's audio that I wanted. And it was super cool the way I had it laid out. And then I had to, as shit was popping off on the outside, I had to pull up the shit on this screen that I usually use for the show. I'm sorry, I just, I, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, I'm never on the Twitch when I'm doing the show, remember that. I've got all kinds of shit up over here. I'm sorry, Professor. You should be a mod. Want to fuck with me? I'm glad to have you. I haven't seen you in a while. But also, I haven't... I haven't been able to stay on. We've had technical issues. That have caused me to go off early for like the last week. So I haven't I haven't really had a chance to be on for you to come in here and fuck with me. I thought I was going to have to dump you guys tonight because of the internet. Which if, if something does happen, we are like apparently getting pounded by snow. I am, this is in the time period that I was told to expect heavy fucking snow. It's supposed to last for like the next five or six hours. So that could that could affect my ability to be on the internet. A power was out earlier today. It's it's just been a hell of a day. But we didn't learn anything. We didn't learn anything from this goddamn story on CNN. But you know what? They could have. They could have uh, hit us with some pertinent information that we could bitch about Biden about, couldn't they have? Because uh, he deserves to get bitched about when it comes to shielding some of the documents. The House Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol has agreed to defer its attempt to get hundreds of pages of records from the Trump administration, holding off at the request of the Biden White House. What the fuck? This is an about-face from their earlier position. The deferral is in response to concerns by the Biden White House that releasing all the Trump information of the Trump administration documents sought by the committee could compromise national security and executive privilege. No, not a cocaine binge. I don't. I don't really do the cocaine much. Like I, I hooked up with a dude over the summer and he had cocaine and I turned it down. Well, my, like, I hit 30 and my dick quit working on hard drugs, so I can't, I can't party and play anymore. I'm just there for the freaky sex. Everybody else does the drugs. (laughs) I'd, I'd rather have the freaky sex than do the drugs.
I've seen cocaine, but not snow. Just give it a little bit longer and it's going to start snowing in Australia. Fucking, we're having freaky ass weather here. It was 75 degrees yesterday. It's fucking snowing right now. It was 75 degrees here. 24 hours ago exactly. That's when that's when the tornado warning came through. I still had my doors and windows open exactly 24 hours ago. Oh, see, I could always get off. I just, like, I can't get it up anymore. I actually, I watched the Entourage movie, and they were talking about having uh, Molly Viagra water, and I'm like, that's a great idea. See, I used to, like, I, I can get off. I have great control over my dick. But, like, I would do pills and just go for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I've done a lot of coke by itself. I don't like mixing my drugs. Why would I do something else? If I'm going to do coke, I'm going to enjoy the coke. I'll tell you I'll tell you a story about my dad if you want me to. We went to uh we went to the spring race uh at Bristol, Tennessee. Probably would have been around uh, 2006 2005 somewhere in that that time period. And we're we're heading down to Tennessee. It's probably like fucking six in the morning. Me and my brother have been up all night fucking doing coke and shit. It's kind of like I'm fucking like 21, 22 at the time. Maybe a little older. And uh, I'd been over at my brother's house. And it was a wild ass party with all kinds of people and shit. We were going to the race the next day. And my dad comes and he picks us up, you know, early in the morning. We head on down. It's like me, my dad, my brother, and like one of his best friends. I'm sitting up front in the car with my dad. And like we pull off the side of the road. This was a, uh, there's this gas station at the Kentucky-Virginia line. And this became like when I was a traveling photographer, it was a gas station I'd always stop at and do drugs. And I'd refill my, I'd refill my bowl, I'd snort a pill. Go in, get fucking, like, they had great cappuccinos and shit. They had, they had one of those, like, fucking, like, big-ass cappuccino fucking setups where you could get any flavor in the fucking world. But it's on the top of a mountain, so, like, sometimes it was scary going through there. But, uh, I stop, we, we stop at this gas station. My dad fucking lines us out some, some lines. I'm sitting up front with him. I can tell his line is, like, three times as big as, like, all the rest of ours. And, like, he's, like, hunkering over it. So, like, I can't see what I'm like. I'm like, you, you motherfucker, you stop that shit. And he's getting it up his nose as fast as he could and then passing it around. And then my fucking... My dad fucking would sweat profusely. So, it's a, we're, we're talking this is like March. The, the Bristol Spring Race is always, like, the second week of March. Like, sometimes it snows then. But it was like it was a pretty spring day, but it was like chilly. So like it's six in the morning or something. It's probably like 59, 60 degrees, something like that. My dad has the goddamn air conditioning just fucking blasting. He's sweating profusely. I'm sitting over in the passenger seat like, God damn, old man. Stop that shit. And stop doing all the fucking coke, you greedy bastard.
My brother and his friend fell asleep at the race. It was hilarious. Didn't even get to see the end of it. Dumb fucks. But that's because my dad did all the coke and we ran out halfway through the fucking day. Fuck you, old man. Yeah, I don't know what you guys have been talking about while I've been telling this. Oh, shit. Uh, let's, uh, let's get on to the stupid shit, shall we? This is Officer Tatum. I don't know if you guys know who Officer Tatum is. He's a dumb fuck. I don't really know. I don't remember what the dude looks like, but I've heard of him before. He, he, he gonna mess around. He gonna mess around. This is Officer Tatum. Hardcore Trump supporter. Looks like I didn't know he's black. Trump may have lost his vote. Trump, who we don't even know if he's running for office again or not, has already may have lost his vote. Ran to lose my vote. This video is brought to you by Beating Black and Blue. Beating Black and Blue, being a black cop in America. And I'll my brand new book. Uh, link is in the description section. If you already got the book, make sure you write a review on Amazon. It's available on Amazon as well. Uh, make sure you download Are you- this on all podcasting platforms. Anyone that you use is available. The link is also in the description section. Like and subscribe to this channel on YouTube. Big Doug. Troll Patrol, Big let's Doug. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I was hot. He's got a thin blue line, by the so- about Donald Trump. The name of the book, Beaten Black and Blue, is actually a pretty good name for a book by a black cop. But it seems like this dude is a cop sucker. And 99.9% of people uh, agree with me and and admitted to the fact that the things that I'm a, what I'm about to show you, just in part, obviously this wasn't a total interview, that what I'm about to show you in part has turned off. Is this the Candace Owens thing? Give an explanation of why, and I'm going to try to be balanced and reasonable when I do. Maybe I should have put this with the COVID stories. Play this video. Again, this is just a clip of Candace Owens interviewing. Oh, so this motherfucker is an anti-vaxxer. Once again, the views endorsed by this dumbass do not reflect this channel. Like she asked the man a question, they can agree to disagree. But, you know, black people can't, they, they want to find anything they can to make Candace Owens look bad. They won't talk about nothing about Trump unless he's saying what they think he's trying to say to bolster um, their side of it. So, but let me play this. Um, and you guys are smart enough to understand. Apparently, it's been snowing for like an hour or so. People have to have their freedom. But yeah. at the same time, the vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a night. 19- let, me, let me tell you, like it, it, it does not snow here. It flurries sometimes. The only snow the, of any significance that has happened since I've lived in Alabama was the day I moved here in January of 2016. That was the last snow of any significance. And I didn't think it was of much significance. I came through the blizzard coming down from Tennessee. And that was actual snow. By the time I got to Alabama, I didn't think it was bad because I've, I've driven through a lot of weather, right? But people here in Alabama, they're going slow down the fucking interstate. I'm back to like cruising speed because I'm like, fuck, this ain't anything anymore. But like everybody around here is like, oh my God, because they don't fucking see snow here. So it's going to be amazing to me that I'm going to wake up and it's quite possibly going to be a couple inches on the ground. Wow. 
Wow. Anyway, but off off of the off of the snow, back to back to the stupid uh, vaccine take. Seventeen. I'll scratch your back. Flu killed perhaps a hundred million people. Actually, it ended the First World War because the soldiers was a lot of people don't know that the soldiers got so sick. It was a now, Trump. Trump I, I made the, when we played the Candace Owens clip. I made the, the comparison. More people died in the U.S. of COVID than died in the three of them in less than nine months. It was 1918 flu, 1917 flu. And yet more people have died under COVID. So they cut. They end up cutting Candace. But Candace said more people. This is the statement from Candace Owens said more people have died under COVID under Biden's administration than Trump's administration, which is a fact. They cut that. No, no, no. It's actually not true. More people have died in because. Let me let me correct that because that's not actually a fact. More people have died in 2021 than in 2020. But the bulk of that wave was before January 20th, while Trump was still in office. I'm sorry. Now I did not see the the very last of the data. It's possible. It's possible there were more deaths. Under Biden, but it would have it would have been just fucking barely. I mean, and, and the and the thing about that is, is like it's Trump supporters that are dying overwhelmingly under Biden. So uh, dying to own the libs. Turned off by Trump pushing the juice. I'm I'm incredibly turned off by it. Why, Mister Tatum? Because we fall into the very trap that these leftist lunatics want us to fall under. I don't believe in mandating the Jews. I don't believe in mandating the Jews. I think you have you should have the freedom to live or die if you want to. They don't mandate the the flu vaccine. They don't mandate none of this other stuff. Why in the world would they be mandating this? I know they do. They mandate a hell of a lot of vaccines, you asshole. But I know why. Everybody knows why at this point. If you're awake, however, what is Trump doing? And how is that going to affect us? First, I will say, I thought he was a tremendously good president. I thought he did a lot of great things. Well, then you're a fucking idiot, dude. For sure. Towards the end of his career as the president, um, I felt like he went out soft. He went out with his tail between his legs. That's how I feel based on the things that he said. He tried to end democracy. But I felt like he went out like a coward. And I said that a long time ago. He he said he wasn't going to concede. He conceded. Um, all this whole stuff about no, he didn't. Stuff that he was talking about. Hey, he tried to end democracy. You act holy shit! This fascist piece of shit wanted him to end democracy and install a dictator. You are not a patriot, sir. You are as anti-American as they come, especially with these little bullshit flag behind you. You wanted to end democracy in this country and install a dictator. Fuck you, dude. You're a piece of shit. What they believe was, was, was something that was done wrong on January 6th. What did you do? You came out against them. And what did the left do? Oh, they ate it up. And now these people are sitting in detention right now for uh, uh, um, indefinitely. Some of them. And now let's move on to the, to the Jews. You're pushing the Jews. You're saying it's the greatest achievement ever made. It, 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 the greatest achievement of He's mankind. saying juice. The captions are saying it's the Jews. Achievement of mankind. Why wouldn't it be mandated? Just, 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 just riddle me this, Batman. How stupid are you? And I'm to my Trump. How stupid are you to make a statement? He's incredibly stupid. The greatest achievement of mankind is save the world. 
But I don't think it's... It is not the greatest achievement of mankind. Not... mRNA vaccines may very well end up being one of the greatest achievements of mankind. That might be true, but this specific vaccine is not necessarily the greatest achievement of mankind at this point. The only reason Trump is saying it is because he wants credit for it because he was president and he's a fucking egomaniac. Should be mandated. What are you even saying? And I don't understand why Republicans have to continue to put their foot in their mouth when they talk about these things. Well, they're idiots. Trying to kiss the rear ends of leftists so bad. You think you're going to meet them? Who is? You're not meeting people in the middle. They hate you. They want to see you rot in prison. Dude, I fucking hate you because you're like trying to end democracy. And I would indeed like to see people that fucking commit crimes against this country rot in prison. You were a cop. You have a lot of fucking nerve talking about wanting to see people rot in prison. I don't want to hate you, Officer Tatum. Dude, I would love to be able to have a good conversation with you. But you're a nut job, man. You want to end the... You're a fascist. What you have said... You may not believe it. You think you're a patriot. And you're doing it for a good cause. But you're a fascist. And you must be stopped at all costs. And I hate to say that. But that's not fucking rhetoric. That is literally what you said. You said fascist fucking nonsense. If you think you're going to meet them in the middle because you are now pushing rhetoric about the Jews that's favorable to the left, and then you want to try to meet your base in the middle by saying, but I don't think it should be mandated. You are not the president. You won't be the president for at least three years. He's not the president. And I don't think he'll be the president this three the years. Accomplishment ever. This is the safest accomplishment ever. Everybody should get it. The more they mandate and the more they justify alienating people over this particular juice you're the one alienating people the cure can't be worse than the problem they're alienating people people can't even go to think what are you talking about when you say the cure is worse than the problem that's idiocy you're dumb you're fucking dumb dude this right wingers or morons isn't enough you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes, all of you. And this is the problem. It's like there it's a feedback loop. This motherfucker is making money feeding people the bullshit they want to hear. So much so that he probably believes it. Thanksgiving dinner with their family because of this. Many people are complaining of that. You can't go out to eat. You can't do this. You can't do it. And it's a total contradiction. You can do all those things. But he pushing it. And I think this is where he, this is where he failed. We just want to make sure that people aren't in gigantic crowds without precautions and shit. Right now, an election was today. He was the only Republican running that I felt was viable. I will vote for him. Okay? I'm not stupid. I don't want a leftist. You're him. very fucking stupid. I will never let a communist leftist be in office and get my uh, never gonna happen uh maybe when i'm dead maybe they'll vote for me but it's never gonna happen you're full of shit dude i'll pick desantis 
if it was Trump or another alternative to Trump, in my opinion, a person that's cleaner, that when I say cleaner, that can that can actually speak a Tyler Perry InfoWars remake. That there's not going to be petty arguing with LeBron James and them. That's not going to be pushing the juice. He's more well spoken than Jesse Lee Peterson. Hey, I, hey, I, I would, I would, I would think about voting for somebody different. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm being honest about. It. I, I think Trump was great. I think he did. He served his purpose. And well, I, then you're a fucking moron. Not nothing new. If you watch me live, you know what I'm saying. And I said this on Candace Owens show, is that I think that Trump served his purpose, and I think it's time to move on. I really do think it's time to move on. And that's, it, actually a good, that's actually a good argument. I got to vote for him. I'm not going to vote for no liberal. But it's time to move on. I don't know why. It's time to move on from, from, from this. If you actually story. care about the country, you probably should. Make this man a god. He was a good president. That's it. No, he wasn't. And at the point in which I believe that you're not effective anymore, we got we to gotta make, gotta make another move. That's like being with a, with, 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 be, having a girlfriend. And then, and then y'all break up. Y'all have differences. Y'all move on. And then you want to go back to the old old spilt milk. That's not the, what you do. You move on to something different. Y'all had y'all time. Y'all enjoyed it. And y'all moved on. He was a president. Move on. That's, that's the best we can and, give and him. You can't keep going back to the same old broken record. They impeached the man twice. They indicted everybody he was around. Wait, he, he deserved it. He went out they like, deserved it. What you think going to happen when he run again? They're going to find a way to impeach him again. Ain't no, he can't, he can't. I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to run. It's just going to be a crap show the entire second time that he's running for office. So this is what I will say. It will indeed be a crap show. Most people agree with me and I don't care if they agree with me. I don't give up if people agree with me. (laughs) He's talking to a specific woman in his life. They have a consistent thought that I have with him pushing the juice. This stuff is going to cause us to be in a bigger problem than it than it's not. You're not going to win people over. They already hate you. And those people will never vote for you ever again. You ain't going to win them in the middle by pushing the juice. Your people want you to be fair about the conversation. There's nothing wrong with saying that people should get the vaccination. I think people should get it. If that's, if that's what you want to do. If you fall into that category and your doctor is giving you medical advice to do it and you want to trust your doctor's medical advice, do it. Do it. Let me tell you, you should definitely trust your doctor's medical advice and your doctor is definitely going to advise you to get the vaccine. This guy is a fucking idiot. Every day of the week. I don't care. But if you make the decision to say you do not want to, you should have the freedom you shouldn't do that. You should listen to your doctors. It's a good decision for me. And, and you family. do. Even the fucking, even the mandate on companies has a, like, you can opt out and you can test. I don't know if he would stand up when he's in office again. I don't know if he, I don't know if he would stand up for it. I don't know. I'm questioning it. Anyway, like and subscribe, comment, and let me know what you think about it. You agree, you disagree, it's fair. It's America. I, I don't know. As I said, like, it really sounded like he said like Jews but he was saying juice Audrey Taylor Green another nut job do you think we're stupid you think we're fools
Are we good? Rudy was having a little problem there. One of Marjorie Taylor Greene's verified Twitter accounts has been permanently suspended. This would be her personal account. We have a do we have a video of it? Yeah, we'll watch the CNN video. <laughs> the closed captioning definitely said Jews most of the time. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene's main Twitter account uh, earlier, uh, nearly a year after the former uh, president uh, was also banned on Twitter. I'd say he's made comments about George Soros well, before. Marjorie Taylor Greene has you know violated it. the Twitter policy multiple times. She's been suspended at least once before for spreading misinformation about vaccines and COVID. And her latest tirade against vaccines was the final strike for her. So her personal account... I would date Marjorie Taylor Greene? Banned. Now she does still have uh, now, ho, 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 ho. official account. And I wouldn't date many people. Here's the, uh, here's the thing. I might have sex with Marjorie Taylor. Crazy, and she see she's a swinger and shit. So if I was to find her on FetLife or something, I maybe I would, maybe I would. Fuck, the internet's going down again. We're green light. We're green light. Are you guys back with me? This this has been a weird night. Once again, we've got fucking crazy ass weather going on. I fucking... Crazy. Crazy is usually pretty good in bed. I tend, I, I'm a little crazy. I tend to go for people that are a little crazy. I'm just, just saying. But now, like, I don't usually, like, I don't date people. Like, I just have somebody over, like, once every couple of weeks. Watch a movie, hang out, enjoy some time, and then I kick them out. I like being alone. It's just me and my cats over here. Just me and my cats. And her latest tirade against vaccines was the final strike for her. So her personal account has been permanently banned. Now, she does still have access to her uh, official account for Congress. Um, but look, Green is punching back. She is falsely suggesting that this is just an example of big tech trying to send... He probably wanted to get suspended. ...the truth. And a number of conservatives are rallying to her defense right now urging people to get on alternative conservative social media sites like Getter. Uh, but I think the big picture here, Fred, is just how rampant... Do I need to be on Getter? I don't know what Getter is. ...in the Republican Party. Republicans will try to tell you we're not... Let me, let me tell you, I love being on right-wing sites. I can't show you most of the fucking comments I get on BitChute. This is one from earlier. Nice ratio. Maybe you can petition BitChute to remove the thumbs down, uh, the R-word... Apparently, Kenneth Copeland said this to me. I told him I come here for the hate. I wear it like a badge of honor. I've seen what makes you cheer. I actually do pretty fucking good on BitChute. Believe it or not. The video I posted uh, about two hours ago, right before we came on the air, has like 147... I do better than Kyle Kalinske on BitChute. 
That's the only other person I follow on BitChute, and I notice my my videos tend to get more views than his, and I fucking love it. Fucking bring me your hate. Anti. So this was yeah, fucking one thumbs up, thirty two thumbs down. <laughs> I love it. I get so much hate on here. Oh, look at all these fucking comments. <laughs> oh, people downvote my comments back. Dude's like, laugh my ass off. What a freak you are. And I was like, that's Mr. Freak to you. <laughs> I have not even had one COVID test so far. People keep saying I'm going to die. I'm still waiting. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's never going to happen to you. Science isn't going along with you people, apparently. You told me to fuck off. I'm like, nah. Are you trying to cancel culture me? I fucking love trolling these people. Uh, let's see. What's another good one here? You might comment on the Trump calling in. No. But I'm not high enough for this shit. I'm not high enough for this shit. It's... I get... <laughs> I get some really funny comments. At least three scrawny coats. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm completely lost. I have no idea what's going on. What in the fuck is this shit? What is this picture we're looking at? Jason Aldean and Donald Trump out on a golf course. Like a couple of chuds to me. Being a chud, you want to talk about Ted Cruz? Let's talk about Ted fucking Cruz. Blowhard Senator Ted Cruz's own daughter says she disagrees with most of his views. Let's hear it from her, though, shall we? Open it in a new window. Fuck, the, the internet's really bouncing back and forth here. I wish they let me back on Twitter. So this is Ted Cruz's daughter. Because some people are asking, I don't know. So some of the good things are we get like candy and gifts in the mail and we also get to travel sometimes. Um, some of the bad things are I literally have to have security following me everywhere. Like if I want to go on a walk through the neighborhood or like to my friend's house or something, I have to have like two security guards behind me the entire time. Also, a lot of people judge me based upon him at first glance, but I really disagree with most of his views. Also on the Christmas card, they literally made my shirt longer. So this is how it's supposed to look. Yeah. That's it. Got a lot of new. Fuck, they made her shirt longer. They edited her crop top. Now, apparently, I never knew this. There's a famous video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I always thought this was just him kissing some random baby like, you know, fucking politicians do. But apparently, this is his own daughter. 
That's the daughter we just saw, and she's like flicking at him, trying to get away from him. Does not want to be kissed by him. Yeah, I thought that was just a kid that he was trying to like kiss on the campaign trail or something, but his own fucking daughter. Yeah, Ted. Apparently that is the way everybody in the Senate feels about you. Your entire family doesn't like you. I can't imagine Heidi was happy with you after the way uh, Trump treated her. But oh well. Beta! Kids are alright. A Rhode Island lawmaker who sponsored an anti-CRT bill is now whining that their black friend no longer likes her. Now, as I've, as I've repeated multiple times, I don't think Rhode Island is a real state. I don't believe you fucks. I don't think it actually exists. You're going to tell me you've driven through Narnia or some shit. Rhode Island State Representative Patricia, Patricia Morgan set Twitter ablaze on Tuesday when she blasted out a bizarre post claiming she lost a black friend due to a recent conservative obsession, critical race theory. In the tweet, the Republican lawmaker complained that her friend had become hostile and unpleasant towards her simply because she's a white woman. I had a black friend. I liked her, and I think she liked me, too. But now she is hostile and unpleasant. I am sure I didn't do anything to her except be white. Oh my fucking god. Is that what teachers and our political leaders really want for our society? Divide us because of our skin color. That's what this woman had the audacity to say. Right-wingers are incapable, incapable of any form of self-awareness. I wish you people could feel embarrassment. Holy fuck. Morgan's post was immediately flooded with responses as thousands called out her tone-deaf statement. Oof! The fact that you think this tweet is okay just shows how much you have to learn. It might be she was just too exhausted to be your teacher. It's not CRT, it's you. Had you had access to CRT, maybe you wouldn't have alienated your friend. CRT is about learning actual history and why people have an advantage for having white skin. Not technically true. This is, this is about evaluating laws and shit. In the context of law, but okay. None of my friends are asking me to hate myself. That's not the issue. They want me to be aware and learn and do what I can to help. In an interview with the Daily Beast, Morgan refused to name the pal, but said they used to be close until the friend stopped responding to her phone calls and messages. 
I'm sad that she doesn't feel like she's my friend anymore. I know that she has become a real proponent of racial identity politics, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason behind it. I'm sad that our country is going down that road. I think it's bad for our country. In March, Morgan co-sponsored a bill in Rhode Island that would have banned the teaching of more than just critical race theory in public schools. The bill, Rhode Island uh, H6070, failed to pass in June, but was meant to prohibit the teaching of divisive or divisive concepts, as well as mandate that any contract, grant, or training entered into by state or municipality include provisions prohibiting divisive concepts and prohibit making individuals uh, feel distress on account of their race or sex. Morgan believes that her support for the bill and banning critical race theory is what cost her the friendship. Despite the odd wording of her tweet, she claimed to have more than one black friend. Doubt. We fought these battles already against discrimination and against segregation for Martin Luther King's goals. They always evoke Martin Luther King. It's the same thing with Jake. He kept bringing up Martin Luther King, and I'm like, the things you say about BLM are exactly what they said about Martin Luther King. How do you not? How do you not understand this? It's like the motherfucker wrote a book about the woke mob. Oh God. Morgan goes on to say critical race theory shuts down conversations about other reasons for disparities and other ways that we could work to change those disparities. Morgan alleged, while offering little evidence, that critical race theory is already being taught to students in public schools in her area, a claim conservatives have repeatedly made. Teachers have reported to me. I've seen it in the textbooks and some of the reading materials that are being used, she said without providing the names of textbooks or their publishers. Critical race theory is where you really want to center race in every conversation, in every subject, in every textbook. Getting around and having a conversation about race doesn't help a child learn how to make change. Now remember, I brought up, uh, and this article goes into it. Critical race theory is actually an advanced academic framework developed in law schools in the 1980s for examining racism in American institutions. Now, why might critical race theory be necessary for examining the way race plays a role in American institutions? Well, maybe I can play a video for you of a judge in Louisiana. Racist remarks captured in video of a Lafayette judge's family cheering footage of a foiled burglary. That has now caused... What's her name? Uh, Michelle Odinette. I might be saying that wrong. It's probably French, given that it's Louisiana. Somebody give me a phonetical spelling of that. Odinette has resigned from her seat as of two days ago, according to the Louisiana Supreme Court was temporarily disqualified from the branch by the Louisiana Supreme Court on December the 16th, while complaints about her use of the N-word were investigated. 
So we're gonna watch the video now. Content warning, I guess. Oh, oh shit! Watch. Mom goes, "Why are the lights?" When, when I pull up in the whip, they be saying, "God damn!" Like, Why are your lights on? They're like, "Pull up, pull up!" And mom's yelling, "Nigger, nigger!" Again, we have a nigger. It's a nigger, like a roach. Wow! No, I came no, from the backside. And look, he trips over the lights. <laughs> <laughs> he trips twice. <laughs> he trips twice. <laughs> I was the only one running. That's me. Ken, Kenny was standing. I'm the one that took him down. Kenny's just standing there. Uh -huh. He lied. Found his wallet. Yeah. That's my phone where it fell out. Look, mom. The dude had a phone on him. You should have taken his phone and stolen from him, that fucking asshole. And now I'm going to have a gun. It's important. Very important. As me and Austin maintain control of the situation. So interesting that the like they're at home watching a video of an arrest. Judge Odnet has two sets of two, uh, twin children. Isn't that usually the result of fertility drugs? They have two sets of twin children. Like, having one set of twin children is kind of rare, but, ha like, it bumps up the odds of that happening if you use fertility drugs. Having two sets pretty much ensures that you were on some fertility drugs. <clears throat> Let's not get into the vertical-horizontal debate here. I watch a lot of amateur porn, so the vertical-horizontal thing is a is a big issue. Lafayette Police Department report places the attempted burglary at 2 a.m. on Saturday and notes that the alleged unarmed victim observed the suspect leaving the interior of one of the family's vehicles while returning home. Oh, so maybe it was one of their own vehicles that got robbed. The suspect observed the, via, uh, the victim arrive. The suspect attempted to flee on foot, but was quickly caught by the victim. The victim held the suspect down until officers arrived. The police report notes footage in the security video captures the events as two people tackle what appears to be the suspect. The investigation revealed that the two vehicles had been burglarized and the suspect, a 59 year old black man, Robert Handy was charged with simpler, uh, simple burglary of an auto and booked into the Lafayette parish correctional center. The police report makes no mention of him having a weapon. Odinette said she had not slept since the incident and had not even had time to consider whether she would seek additional security for her home other than confirming the alleged burglary. Odinette, a Republican who was elected city judge over a retired 15th judicial ju district judge, Jules Edwards, declined to release any details about the incident. When asked about the cell phone video, Odinette again said she had not been able to sleep since the incident and asked if she could respond via text which she probably did after the current, after current texted her specific questions. So this was her response about getting confronted about racist language. My children and I were the victims of an armed burglary at our home. The police were called and the assailant was arrested. The incident shook me to my core. My mental state was fragile. I was a wreck and, and am still unable to sleep. I was given a sedative at the time of the video. Oh, she's blaming it on... Blaming it on the, uh, um, what was it Roseanne took? Ambien. 
Now, believe me, I had a friend that fucking did some crazy-ass shit on Ambien. I've, I've seen it. She liked to fucking party on her Ambien for some reason. So I've seen her do crazy fucking shit on Ambien, so... But, like, you don't get fucking racist out of nowhere. Given a sedative at the time of the video, I have zero recollection of the video and the disturbing language used during it. Anyone who knows me and my husband knows this is contrary to the way we live our lives. Doubt. I am deeply sorry and ask for your forgiveness and understanding as my family and I deal with the emotional aftermath of this armed burglary. You are correct, Tones. The least amount of data was being retained. Let's, uh, let's check out this libertarian who apparently exposes the Gravel Institute. By the way, like, I I could see myself doing some work for the Gravel Institute. I've kind of, uh, I've thought about hitting them up and letting them know about my video editing skills. I've kind of wanted to produce videos like the Gravel Institute. That's one of my uh, New Year's goals is to start producing uh, longer form educational style videos about topics I'm passionate about. The first one I will do is uh, why the cops fucking suck. The second one I'm going to do is going to be gender. I do a really good job of breaking down gender in a way like some dude fucking... Right-wingers love to come up to you and uh, they think they can win the argument by going, oh yeah, well you don't know the difference between a boy and a girl. So I get a lot, you know, if I'm just saying on a thread, right-wingers are morons. They'll be like, oh yeah, you don't know the difference between a man and a woman. And I'm really good at fucking owning people <laughs> about on that topic. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. I can, I can Photoshop. I can, I can after effects. I can do all kinds of shit. I can make you into a cartoon. I've got cartoon me. Cartoon me fucking looks like me. Have you ever seen cartoon me? Cartoon me that does the freaking news. Cartoon me looks exactly like me. I'm very proud of cartoon me. The only thing is, is that like, I didn't want to like the earrings on the wrong side. The top one. My top earring is on my left ear, not my right ear. It just looked like it would have took some more work to flip it. And I was like, I don't care enough to flip it. The U.S. government is big, but not as big. Now, this is Brianna Joy Gray, I do believe, for the Gravel Institute. Now, you, you know, you know we're dealing with a high-level motherfucker when he looks like this. Let's see what he's got. As it used to be. Wait, she's just wrong. How, could, how is she going to defend that? As a percentage of the economy, federal spending is smaller now. Oh, she's going to defend that by just lying to us. She starts the graph at the height of World War II. 
Wait, of course federal spending was higher then. Wait, okay, we need to take a look at the full graph. Maybe I'm missing something. Okay, so she starts her axis at the height of World War II so that it looks like it goes down. But when we take a look at the full graph, wow, she's starting at this peak because that's the only way she can back up the claim that the government's getting smaller. And things get worse for her because this is just federal spending. If we take a look at total government spending, so like include state and local governments, it's even more clear. One, I don't know what her whole statement was because you cut her completely off. <laughs> he, yeah, he looks like he's on Ambien. What, 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 what did she say? The U.S. government is big, but Fruit? not as big as it used to be. Wait. Wait, she didn't say anything incorrect. The government is big, but not as big as it used to be. That statement is 100% factual. She's just wrong. How, could, how is she going to defend that? How is she wrong? The government is not as big as it used to be. As a percentage of the economy, federal spending is smaller now. Oh, she's going to defend that by just lying to She's not lying. Nothing she said is a lie. You're the one lying. She starts the graph at the height of World War II. Wait, of course federal spending was higher then. Wait, okay, we need to take a look at the full graph. Maybe I'm missing something. Okay, so she starts her act. That did not, that did not disprove her in any way. Sir, you just like, did you just hear what you wanted to hear? Fail, fail, but right wingers are fucking morons. All right, Dan Bongino, can you do any better? Apparently, Dan Bongino thinks he ends a liberal's career live on the air. Can you do any better than Big Forehead? This is Benny Johnson posting that. A lib comes at Dan Bongino. Dan ends her career. So, hold on here. Fucking Benny jo Benny Johnson is hilarious to me. Because all he does is just repackage other right-wingers. Like, he is not even good enough to make original content. He just... I mean... I'm kind of doing something similar, but like... I have original thoughts, Benny. I don't just play people that agree with me. I play people that disagree with me and then counter their arguments. You're just sucking off Dan Bongino and then adding some shit to his eyes there. Some lens flares. And you guys know that if you go after Dan Bongino, you better bring the receipts or else you're going to get wrecked. And that's exactly what happened on Fox News. An absolute evisceration of a lib who claimed that Dan Bongino was racist for claiming that COVID, China virus, came from China. Yeah, that's right. Dan Bongino laid out. Well, I can go ahead and tell you <laughs> that there was a lot of racism associated with you calling it China virus is racist as fuck, you asshole. It took this lib to you, China virus is in your goddamn... But it's glorious. Check out this. Fuck. We haven't discussed yet that I think is important to why people were so averse to going with the lab leak theory. It's that it was also being tied to, frankly, a lot of things that sounded pretty racist. We know that the yep. attacks against eight... That is correct. Grown there, Dan, but it's true. So oh, let's please, talk about acts of nonsense. It's, this it's is not, just so stupid. It's only the A this block, Dan. Just this give me dumb. a chance. It's the first block. No, it's dumb. It's not this dumb. Is dumb. 
Dan? Yeah, it is it's dumb. It's not dumb. No one's racist. They want to make sure they really? don't die from a corona. It's just stupid. Okay. Wuhan virus, Kung flu, people, Asian reporters being is correct. Kung flu. Those things are racist. The rise in attacks against members of the AAPI community, that is also racist. People They're, just beating people indiscriminately on the street because they are Asian. Look, during look, a pandemic. Yes, yes. Calling it the Spanish flu was racist. It, it actually originated in Kansas. It was the United States flu. <laughs> oh, shit. And, and just like, you know, the Omicron being detected in South Africa. Fuck it, that probably started in the U.S. In our unvaccinated population. Fucking, Spain was just able to detect it. They had better fucking hospitals than us to detect it. Fucking just like South Africa detecting the Omicron. But like, damn Bongino just going, No, it's dumb. It's dumb. That's not a fucking, that's not a retort. This is the only people that impresses is dumb fuck Benny Johnson who goes, Oh yeah, Dan, it's dumb. Where the President of the United States of America is saying China, China, China about it is racist. There is He's a- correct. Talk about the lab. Dan, I didn't right. cut you off, and I really disagreed with Jessica, what you Jessica, I want to get, I want you made your point. I want to get Greg in here, though. Wuhan yep. plague, go. Um, yeah, listen, I don't want to hear another peep from a liberal or a talking head media buffoon ever again about a conspiracy theory, okay? They never produce evidence about any of this stuff. You had the pee-pee hoax, remember that, with the collusion thing? There was no evidence of that either, but that... Oh, my God. This is called, this is a uh, fallacious form of reasoning called moving the goalposts. You move the goalposts to something that you think you can win on. That's like how, you know, me fucking calling out right-wingers and going, oh yeah, well you don't know the difference between a man and a woman. It's, it's fucking fallacious as fuck. Stay on topic. Look at him, he's so fucking happy. He's fucking, he thinks he's so goddamn smart. You're an idiot, dude. That's why I can't stand about you. You, you dumb fucks aren't even smart enough to comprehend why what you're saying is fucking stupid. It became an international scandal. There was no evidence that this thing ever came from a bat or a pangolin or whatever. We still haven't produced the animal. It's amazing. Not true. We I mean, no, the, we haven't produced the animal. Sample, there is evidence that it came from a bat or a pangolin. Now, what's even more infuriating about this is anyone with common sense who was outside the liberal media ecosystem would have seen from the start that this was probably a lab leak. Let's still, still, still the evidence points to the market. The New York Times. We had a lab in Wuhan where the pandemic originated. Well, no, no, you, this is faulty reasoning. Coronavirus got out and they studied gain of function experiments to make them more powerful. And the lab had security problems in the past. Must be natural. That's what liberals came to the conclusion. This has got to be one of the most. No, that's what scientists came to the conclusion because of the fucking the genome didn't match anything in the fucking lab. When the Chinese government put out propaganda. Because here's here's how he's lying to you. The bat lady that was over that specific lab. The first thought that went through her head was indeed lab leak. That's what we have come to know. But then she goes and she sequences the genomes and goes, whoo. It didn't come from our lab. 
Multiple scientists have confirmed this. It doesn't look like it came from that lab. Sorry, Dan Bongino. You're a fucking idiot, or you are purposely lying to your audience. Don't you dare say that this was a lab leak. Someone ate bat soup. And then people commented about people eat bat soup. Everybody was called a racist for even commenting on bat soup for a story that was obviously Chinese propaganda. This is an infuriating mess. The media should just wrap up shop and go home. Yes, the media, people like Dan Bongino should wrap up shop and go home because you were so far off the mark. It's not even funny. Maybe, maybe we can find some things to agree with Fox News on when it comes to Ghislaine Maxwell. But they never really got justice with Epstein himself. He was found dead in jail while awaiting his own trial. And it was ruled a suicide. But one person who never believed that was Michael Bodden. He's the former chief medical examiner of New York City and says that Epstein's autopsy points to homicide. And he joins us now. Uh, Mr. Biden, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You made that proclamation some time ago that this was not suicide in the case of Jeffrey Epstein, but it was homicide. Do you still stand by that? That Well, if it was homicide, then Trump had something to do with it. Yes, I was there at the autopsy and saw the findings, and there were crush injuries to the neck, uh, three fractures in the neck, which is extremely unusual in a suicidal hanging. Usually there aren't any fractures in a suicidal hanging. And this is more typical of... I don't think that's true, is it? But I'm not an expert. Like, I thought usually when you hang yourself, you actually die from breaking your neck. Didn't match the ligature furrow in uh, in the neck. Uh, The guards slept for... Or is that like a professional hanging, you break your neck? For eight hours. If it's a suicide, like, you, like, you don't know how to do it, and you and, end up choking uh, yourself. Refused to say when they were finally... Went that could there, be a thing. What his body was uh, positioned in. Were his feet on the ground? Was he on his knees? Was he on his abdomen? None of that came out uh, uh, from their statements. They refused to say anything. Uh, so, and, and the FBI, which who is investigating the case, because it was. Well, I thought this was. I thought this was going to be about Ghislaine Maxwell flipping. It's really hard to break your neck in a cell. I could see that. I thought this was going to be about Ghislaine flipping. But apparently, there's more on Epstein's death that hasn't been released. I I fucking believe it. Well, I could assume that, you know, it's hard to do it right. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking. I think you can, I think you can just give him the ability to kill himself and he would have killed himself in that situation. Fucking privileged asshole looking like he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Why wouldn't he kill himself? That's just my thoughts on it, though. All right, guys. I've always uh, really disliked Jake Paul, but apparently, like, uh, Jake Paul is getting pretty based. And he's wanting to go one-on-one with the UFC now. Calling out Dana White. 
Jake Paul is starting off the new year with a bang. YouTuber turned boxer again called out UFC Dana White on Twitter on Saturday. Wild post from his notes. If White complies with his three demands, Paul said he will immediately retire from boxing and agree to a one-fight UFC deal to take on Jorge Masvidal. Let's let's go and like actually look at the Twitter post and see what his demands were. Really wish they'd let me back on Twitter. So his demands were an increase in minimum fighter pay per fight to 50k. It's now at 12k. A guarantee UFC fighters 50% of UFC annual revenues, which was $1 billion in 2021, provide long-term health care to all fighters. You previously said brain damage is part of the gig. Imagine if the NFL said that. There are many UFC alums who have publicly said they are suffering from brain damage. You have five days to accept and to implement the above by March 31st, 2022. Once implemented, I will immediately retire from boxing enter the USADA, and agree to a one-fight deal with USC to fight Weak Chin Jorge. To all UFC fighters, it's time to take a stand and create value for yourselves and peers. You deserve higher pay, you deserve long-term health care, and above, and above all, you deserve freedom. Support each other. I'm not your enemy. I am your advocate who selfishly wants to KO a few of you to make some big bank. I can't disagree with any of that. Jake Paul seems like a total douche, but he's doing the right thing in this situation. Now, this was Dana White's comeback. Yes, Jake Paul said this. So, Dana White immediately responded to him. And like, I like, I'm kind of wanting to see Jake Paul versus Jorge Masvidal now. Fuck, let's do it. Jake, you never responded to the challenge. You publicly stated that I use cocaine. I do not. So I told you you could randomly. I 100% would believe that Dana White does some cocaine every now and again. Cocaine test me for the next ten years. I believe that you're a cheater. And I believe that you use steroids. Here's the thing, Dana. The motherfucker agreed to enter USADA. That's the testing pool. You know what they test for in USADA? Steroids. So I want to randomly steroid test you for the next two years. And that thing that you came out with today, nobody on earth thinks that you really wrote that. You're too stupid. And for those of you that don't know, if you've ever watched one of his fights and you see when they do the stare down, the guy that's standing in the middle with the warlock nose. This fucking toe is like, you're too stupid. Apparently that's his manager. And that guy used to be an accountant for me. And let's just say this. He no longer works for me. And I think he's a scumbag. But if you two think that you can do it better than we do, uh, you know, we're doing this whole thing wrong. You could treat the fighters better than we do. Knock yourself out. Go start your own business. It's easy to do. Go st- get the warlock on it. The warlock could get it started for you. 
What you and the warlock should be focused on is your business. I believe they are. You can't sell pay-per-views. You know, no, yeah, you're calling out horror. Wait a minute, don't, I'm not exactly familiar, but like, aren't those celebrity fights like outdrawing UFC right now? Jorge Masvidal, because he's a pay-per-view superstar. Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson. These are all superstars. You're not. You can't sell pay-per-view. So you do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm ready to roll, buddy. I don't use cocaine. Do you use steroids? Let's do this, Jake. I don't think we're getting the fucking fight, though. I, is Jake a bit of a pussy for putting demands on Dana that he's never going to go for? Jake Paul has denied that Dana White uh, has denied Dana White's claim that he's on PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. Dana, I accept every part of your challenge, Paul said. I said I would fight Jorge Masvidal in MMA. Steroid test me whenever the fuck you want. It is two weeks after my fight and I'm a fat bitch. I don't do steroids and I take it as a compliment because there's no other excuse to me knocking out all of your champions than this kid does steroids. Look at me now. Look at that. I'm a fat bitch. If you steroid test me, then I want to steroid test every one of your fighters. You won't do it, though, will you? Yeah, I'm, I've never been a fan of Jake Paul, but, like, Dana White's a gigantic piece of shit. So, buddy, I'm on your side on this one. Get those fighters more pay. Get those fighters health care. I'm all fucking about... Now, ultimately, I want universal health care, so fucking UFC fighters don't even have to worry about health care. But as long as we're in an employer-based system, fucking A, get those fighters some health care. Oh, was that from a video? Did I? Oh, I if I knew there was a video, I would have got the video. I just saw the fucking quote. He was eating pizza in the video? No way. I want to see Jake Paul versus Jorge Masvidal now. I want to see the fighters in UFC get proper compensation and health care. Chinese citizens slam Elon Musk after the space station near misses. Chinese citizens lashed out online against billionaire Tesla founder Elon Musk's space ambitions after China complained that its space station... Remember, I've been trying to do this story for like a week now. It happened on Monday of last week. Complained that its space station was forced to take evasive action to avoid collision with satellites launched by Musk's Starlink program. Musk is a... uh, uh, His throwing just shit up there willy-nilly is a real issue with our space junk problem. The satellites from Starlink, and I'm worried that the motherfucker is going to start putting advertisements in the sky. From every everything I've heard from him, it really seems like that he wants to put advertisements in the sky, and like, I don't know, I fucking let an asteroid hit us now if they're going to put advertisements in the goddamn sky.
Satellites from Starlink Internet Services, a division of Musk's SpaceX Aerospace Company, had two close encounters with the Chinese space station on July 1st and October 21st, according to a document submitted by China earlier this month to the UN Space Agency. For safety reasons, the China space station implemented preventative collision avoidance control, China said in a document published on the website of the United Nations Office uh, for Outer Space Affairs. The complaints have not been independently verified. SpaceX did not immediately respond to to a request for comment. Meanwhile, it seems like NASA may be preparing us for first contact. NASA used religious experts to predict how humans may react to aliens. Religious experts have examined how each of the world's major religions may respond to news that intelligent life exists on other planets. Scholar, Reverend Dr. Andrew Davidson, said his work focused on the connection between astrobiology and Christian theology, and the prospect of there having been many incarnations of Jesus Christ. Davidson says in an upcoming book that a large number of people would seek religious guidance should aliens ever be discovered. Two dozen theologians participated in a program funded partially by NASA to research how humans may react news that intelligent life exists on other planets. I am certain that there is life out there on other planets. I do not know of any substance, any carbon-based life form that would be able to make the trip from one of those planets into our solar system because it's that fucking long. Couldn't survive long enough. So, I think there's shit out there. I don't think we're ever going to touch it, see it, talk to it. It exists way, 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 way in another place. But you know what exists here on Earth with us? Porcupines. And apparently a porcupine eating is super fucking cute. And and I I think I'm supposed to turn on the sound because they make a cute sound as well. Boy, would it blow the lid off the major world religions. Look how cute this motherfucker is. Apparently this was in Providence, Rhode Island, a place I don't believe exists. But people keep telling me that it does. So I guess I'm going to have to believe them. I still don't have evidence for myself. The Rogers Williams Park Zoo. He got a big old honker. Seriously, little fucker is absolutely adorable. I guess you can't pet him, though, can you? 
They're pretty. Can you like rub, like with the spikes? I've never seen anybody pet a porcupine before. I would love to go to Providence. Let's go. Oh wow, that's his teeth. I thought I thought that's whatever he was eating. Interesting. I'd never seen a porcupine's teeth before. All right, if you were watching on Twitch, you were heading over to see some Joe Rogan with uh, uh, Robert Malone, the supposed creator of the mRNA vaccine. And it's what they are watching over on uh, the Plex. And WN with Echo Plex and Producer Dave. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to do a little. It's all right to do a little blow before you hit the sack. What the fuck? I fucked up my own lines. I say it every night. I've been saying it since like fucking the old freak show in my college days. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.